0: Uber is getting married. I just went to a wedding. Yiska is currently cheating on his wife, Overwatch, with his mistress, Counter Strike. Lovers in the air, guys. And it's not even February yet, which means we still got a long ass time until the Overwatch League starts uh, and until anything yeah. Overwatch 2 related starts. But welcome to the new year. Welcome to 2022 and the first episode of the entire year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of uh, fresh ground. 2022 it's uh it's a it's a new start uh i hate it already um let's let's get it yeah no i'm yes, shit like <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah uh, it's it's just I, kind of wrapping up to like the holidays it's just like yeah it's just another day it's like hey do you have any new year's resolutions it's like no cuz like let's be honest with ourselves like we're never going to follow them like we could just I, start today my
0: New Year's resolution is to just always have a better year than the previous one. Which, yeah, you know, exactly. I think the entire world's New Year's resolution mm. for 2022 compared to 2021, compared to 2020, yeah, which uh, the entire world failed on compared to 2019, which was still one of the best years I've ever had. In 2019, I saw Look Upon Fondly, one of my favorite years yeah. ever. Everything was going well. Things were going up. Things were moving along. It was great. And then... Um, everything past that, I just I'd rather forget. So, (laughs) did you? Somebody
1: said, "Uh, twenty twenty, the trilogy." It's like twenty
0: twenty, the trilogy.
1: It's just like the same year over and over and over, and nothing really has changed.
0: But the problem, Joe, is that trilogies, because they do so well, and the and the COVID trilogy has done so damn well. That's true. That um, Hollywood are gonna greenlight a new trilogy oh, afterwards. They're gonna like remake
1: a... it. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! I've yeah. been opened up. By, no. My my yeah. third eye is
0: twenty been... twenty three. We're remaking twenty
2: twenty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Please God. Wasn't the isn't twenty twenty? Wasn't that the Mayan calendar apocalypse? Was that was twenty
1: twelve.
0: Is it okay? Well, yeah. yeah. I'm just that gonna. the end of the Mayan calendar. And I'm we just were like, gonna. I don't know. I'm just going to rewrite that to the Aztec calendar then.
1: Yeah, I think they were just that. a couple years off. Did they switch to numbers in the end? I think so. I think they just, you know, flubbed a few, you know, didn't carry the digits and mm. you know, can't blame them. It was an ancient civilization. I think they were pretty spot on And, though, let's, and you... let's
0: be real, you know, 2020 the apocalypse happened, we got yeah. a global pandemic and believe you me, humanity, we did try and end our civilization. We did try very hard. We're still trying, currently, to this day, yeah, yeah. to maybe wipe our species out, but um, I don't know, man, we're like rats, like humans just can't, we just don't die. Uh, I mean, 1% of us are dying to COVID all the time, but, we know, as it's, as much as we try and increase that percentage, we're actually kind of failing. We, we suck at, like, doing the thing that we're supposed to do, which is go extinct in this apocalypse. We're, like, really bad at it for some reason.
3: But, like... Wasn't, didn't, didn't it feel like 2021 was better than 2020 already? It it felt like, okay, this is, maybe this is a feeling of just like a frog having the the temperature turned up on him. You know, like we would just sort of like got used to whatever pandemic was. I felt like we had less lockdowns, certainly in Germany, um, because we figured that stuff out. I don't really feel that inhibited, as sad as it sounds. I almost feel like I'm back to almost normal. There's some inconveniences here and there, but I don't know. Like, uh, maybe that's also just my lifestyle, let's be honest. Uh, 2022, yeah. the year are going back to normal, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. Are we,
0: uh, God, are we hope there yet? So. Are we back to normal yet? We'll find nice. out. We'll see if uh, whatever new variant pops up again as uh, an infinite amount of variants will be popping up until the end of time, I'm sure, so in a hundred years from now, we'll be up to variant number one thousand or whatever. and <laughs> yeah, at that stage, people won't even remember. People won't even remember like, man, how did this thing start again? I don't know. Uh, so
1: it is it is weird to think about like, and I know this is kind of cliche, but like living through a, a piece of history that like maybe like are going to be written in like digital textbooks at yeah. some point. Being like, oh, remember the great COVID pandemic of 2020 to 2020 X? You know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah.
0: there's been two of those already. There's been two of those already. What we haven't had is a world war, but we did have 9 11 and now we got COVID. True. Yeah. 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 I feel like, I feel like in our lifetimes, lifetimes, at least if you were old enough to remember, so if you don't, if you're not old enough to remember, maybe, maybe it doesn't count for you, but mm. um, anyone old enough to remember 9 11 and then obviously you're old enough to remember COVID, it's like, that's two. That's two. Yeah. Global, events. life-changing events.
3: Yeah. Everything will change. Like, after 9-11, like, art changed, legitimately. Oh, like, yeah. everything changed. Discourse changed. And I think that's very much true, again. Like, not nothing, not everything has to be necessarily negative. Like, I think, for instance, birth rates being up during COVID uh, is, is, like, one thing that we could mention as, like, something that, uh, depending on where you stand, is pro- probably positive. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, but... That will definitely be a huge topic, even post-pandemic. Like, what actually sure, changed man. in the fabric of our, how we live our lives and how we, like, what kind of media is created, what kind of information we consume, how we live, down to the structures of the living spaces we're in and whatnot. Like, the the impact can almost not be uh, overstated, right? And Of course. Um, we'll see you in a...
0: It's every 20 years, man. So I'll see you in the next 20 years, in 20 years time from now, when ice caps melt right. um, and we're all flooded with water yeah. and the whole world is however many degrees hotter. Uh, speaking of things that are happening in 20 years, probably when we find out the rosters for this year, because True. if you were here last episode, which I know you definitely were, you would have heard me say that by now we've passed the roster what is it, submission deadline? Is that what it is? Where you have Uh to have five players on your team. Mm -hmm. And I was very excited, like, oh, today we get to talk about all the rosters. Now we get to finally see all the rosters. Nope. Nope, you don't get to see any of that. We know nothing because, yeah, the teams have to officially submit, but that doesn't mean they have to tell everyone. So they haven't told people yet. And we're still waiting. We still don't know anything about the rosters that haven't said anything yet, really. really. I think I'm just talking about Philly and New York at this stage. Those yeah. damn East Coast cities. At least Boston knows what they're doing. Props to Boston. Uh, you guys you guys got your shit together. But the those other two East Coast cities, I'm not not happy about
3: it. Yeah. Oh well. I don't know. I, I feel like with the exception of Philly and even there, we know a bit, right? Yeah, um, put
1: two and two together, folks. Come on. Yeah,
3: it's it is I feel like we know Ninety-five percent of everything that's going to happen, and uh, uh, think? I think so. No,
1: uh, maybe we know I all mean, of yeah. New York What
0: Yisk is trying to say? What Yisk is trying to say is that he knows, but the rest of us don't know. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Okay, I, I'm not sure what I, what is even out there. To be fair, but <laughs> of course, yeah.
0: Now he's changed direction. I like feel he, like Phillies always... did a quick one at him. He just did a U-turn and we went right back where he came from.
1: I feel like Philly's <laughs> always good for like a surprise or two and it's it's going to be an interesting one. That's definitely one of the teams that I'm like and I guess selfishly, I'm just like really gunning for Carpe and being like, "All right, bro, if you're ever going to do it, now's the time. It's a new game, it's a fresh time. It's time to, you know, strap in and become the DPS we always expected you to be with this new team." it's they're 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 gonna be like a fun team to kind of like track because it's it's kind of a is it is it fair to say a last hurrah for him like if he doesn't get it done with philly (laughs) do you think he's gone after this or something i don't know if he's gone from like the game but like can philly like do you keep him still i don't know it depends on how he how he keeps
3: up right like he hasn't kept Captain exactly. Two like season four was rough, I feel like, on carpet. Yeah. Like, was probably as rough as uh season 2 Mm-hmm. So it's not good. That's it's just not so good. much talent now in his role. Like he's not like this outstanding player that's teams... just claps fools, right?
0: I think yeah. a lot of teams have like good DPS players, so it's I don't know. He's not it's not season one anymore, bro. You don't have uh-huh. you don't have like you know 11 other teams that has some dead weight on them. It's like
3: yeah.
0: you can definitely name good players on most teams now. So yeah. even even Paris have Glister, You know, what I'm saying like at mm. the end of the day, like even the quote unquote weaker teams have somebody. You're like, all right, this guy's kind of yeah. this guy's kind of doing something over here. You know, um, yeah. Vancouver have got people now. It's like you know you yep. can't just you can't just he sees one carpet anymore. We'll see what how he goes. But uh, yeah. the rest of Philly, the rest of Philly still have a lot of plays to announce. Man, you know what one position that Philly definitely gotta be now? I was gonna say off tank, but really it's just a tank position now. That yeah. old tank position, Philly. Hmm, I do, I do wonder. Mm.
1: Who could it be, mm. boy? Howdy! Isn't that just a a, a thinker? Any thinkers Ooh. in chat? Could that be? Um.
0: Oh, was it someone recently departed from the other team? I don't know, man. It I, just I, hasn't I really found a home, huh? I no idea. Strange. No idea who could be on fully at this stage. No idea. Um. What, the, what? Yeah. Let's let's talk about some players in a second that we do know about. I say players is actually only like one of them uh so player and then let's talk about some of the coaching staff changes that have been announced recently as well and that's basically all the roster movements and then we're going to go into um some more family feud with joe over here and Hmm. that might legitimately be it today like you know i this time i'm actually not lying when i say there's gonna be a, a short one just because I mean, I expected there to be roster announcements, but there just yeah. hasn't been, I guess, like, they're not. I mean, it's a new year. Nothing else has really changed. massively. we got a Chinese Overwatch All-Star show match coming up. I'll probably True. watch that and stream that, but it'll just be a little bit of fun. Uh, it'll be 6v6 as well. I mean, who knows what's going to happen there. At least someone's putting on content, you know, props yeah, to the Chinese awesome. team for doing that. Um, well, further ado, guys, let's head into it. Episode 208, get down and dirty this episode brought to you by our, our lovely patrons battle crab refine bean bronze babu hao chare prophet picasso chris r34444 kasha 67 lol shin pork chop sammy rexane volamel smooth nuts and your misery and first thing we're going to get into is the roster moves or the roster move just the singular roster move coldest joining valiant Uh, I don't think we talked about, I think we skipped it last week because it was like, we're like, oh yeah, it's just one move we'll we'll wait till there's more to talk about, but that more, again, hasn't happened so, coldest to Valiant Mika, not announced don't know what Mika's doing coldest is at Valiant and he's getting another shot my guy got done dirty by the spark and he's getting another shot now with the Valiant
1: yep, the more they sign the more I like, it's It's gonna be a weird year of of beating the drum for the Valiant, but they don't look bad, man. They don't look bad. Yeah. Didn't we have this discussion? Props to packing, huh?
3: (laughs) Didn't we have this discussion that
1: uh
3: like Valiant was going to be mid in uh in APAC or possibly like I still don't know if they're gonna
2: be mid.
0: I don't even. I don't think they're gonna be above mid. I still think they're gonna be bottom half, definitely. I just have low expectations. Wow. I just have low expectations because yeah. I can't, I cannot have You'd high expectations for sort this of thing. Um, I get it. Which, you know, sounds like an illogical thing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just oh, the most being logical. unreasonable about it. But I don't know. Man. I mean, I look at the team and I still think you need more firepower. Um, and they have now what? They have confirmed Dear Innovation, Bicky Coldest. Who Was there a rumored player as well? Was there a rumored Support maybe that I forgot about? Or
1: possibly or what, but I don't recall anybody off the top of my head.
0: I think WuYel is supposed to also be a player. Yeah. So that's their that's their tank. They now three DPS, one tank supposedly, and one support. Um was yeah. it maybe Wuyo Wuya uh rumored to be coming back. That'll be gonna be a fun one. Wu and Wuya. Um don't know if he's going to be coming back. But I don't know if that's a rumor or not. Kind
1: of just feels like it comes down to whatever. Even Philly, then, that's too flexible. Does hmm. just like if New York just shows up and is like a goofball roster, plus like a, a decent player who's I think orbited the team for a little bit now. Um, yeah, I don't know. But Joe,
0: I, what about coldest?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is just like if if New York kind of flubs their their off season. It's a decent chance that like this Valiant squad like genuinely does alright. Like maybe is mid. Char maybe let's say let's say charge and spark both shit the bed. New York flubs the off season and they just don't land anybody, which obviously isn't the case.
0: Cause like I think coldest deserves a second chance, but Oh easily. I don't oh, know not. if I don't know if he's like you know, I don't know if he's exciting enough for you to, for anyone to kind of be like, oh man, oh that. I mean, it's more it's definitely more exciting than what we got last year. Yeah. That's one hundred percent. So can't take that away. But yeah. the bar was set pretty low last year, so like most things are more exciting than last year.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Um,
0: so I mean, Coldus is a is a decent upgrade. However, what I mean, we assume he's a decent upgrade. He didn't really get much play time on the spark at all. to be fair he was benched behind the koreans and to be fair uh mcd from a playing perspective was a good player mm. so you know i don't blame the spark for their decision making but at the same time um I feel like this has been like his name's been there for so long as like yeah this guy's like the chinese uh, Jonag. he's like he's the chinese You know, flex support player, you got to be talking about. Yeah. But we just never got that. We never got to see that. And now he's got a shot to do something with it, but it is on the Valiant and it is in a new game.
1: Yeah. It is behind, you know, uh, a solid coach who is leading a team of kind of misfits that really don't have any expectations. It feels like, it feels like every power ranking season, everybody's like, yo, could you please rate us low so that we like, have this like sense of hunger we don't want to have these expectations set high and i know that's kind of a meme but i i do wonder how much truth there is to like this this underdog mentality there's no expectations we come out we play kind of loose in a way and we don't have like this this overbearing like weight over our shoulders and and i feel like that could be valiant mo for the most part i feel like they could do some like some damage to some teams. Again, I don't think they're world beaters. I
0: don't think they going to win be a They got to win one match. They win one match. They're already better than last year.
1: Yeah, And I think that 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 gives that puts you on such a high. Um, that I think you can you can do a lot with that. I don't I was think. Gonna,
0: of... I was gonna say they just got to win a map, but you know, Valiant did win a map. They did win a couple year, maps. Yeah. yeah, certain certain fan bases know what I'm talking about. Um, so we're beyond maps now, but we're definitely into the matches. Yeah. Where, yeah, I mean, like, I think they're good enough to win a game. Yeah, this roster is so very. very, a, very a game being a, f- a full best of five match, I think they're capable of doing that. Yep. Um, especially if, like you said, like if NYXL don't come up to the batting plate, or if Philly's team looks average, or I mean, and those are the harder teams, I imagine, because you still got Flora uh. plus rumored Yaki. You're more likely to be beating the Guangzhou Charge or Hangzhou Spark. Yeah. If um, if they're not up to you know they're not gonna be batting properly. Hangzhou Spark actually looked pretty stacked on a player perspective. Just like from an orc perspective, we're kind of let down because it's it's I don't know. They've had they had a good team last year as well. They couldn't mm. fully capitalize on. Charger an interesting team because I feel like they've improved the roster, but at the same time, is it improved enough? I don't know if they've at least they got all the coaches to start with, and you know they don't have. Ideally they don't have that whole coaching debacle again, although that yeah. applies to Spark as well. So Valiant, I think their two top targets are the charge and the spark, and that's who they're gonna try and beat. And I think at some point they should be able to beat at least one of them one time. Yep. At least one time, you know, I'll give them that. set the bar low for them and just see what happens.
1: I mean, we're talking about a new game, but we don't even know like what kind of format we're playing, to be honest, right? Like there's there's a lot just left up in the air. Like, do we get monthly hero pools back? Are hero pools back at all? we don't know is there some hero new pools. crazy lottery to play if
0: from? you need hero pulls for a fresh game you failed <laughs>
1: yeah this is this is a, like, a, a botched experiment what you need
0: what you need uh, hero pulls existed because the game was stale if your game is stale and it's a new game you yeah. have failed like i said that's a yep. failure so no you can't have hero pulls. i'm gonna i'm gonna rip my hair out if hero pulls are announced because what does that even mean like have you have you decided that you failed before the game even exists is that what's happening like oh yeah we don't even know what the game is but we just decided it failed you know is that what it is like or just we're just cannot. trying to
1: stem the uh you know any kind of staleness you know we want to make sure we get ahead of the curve and make sure that you know no yeah. no kind of rigid hey, metagame hey, ever joke. comes out
0: yeah we all know that standard practice across all esports we do know that yeah <laughs> Because every esport has that problem, apparently. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Cl-
0: including esports that have zero <laughs> updates in their game, like Counter-Strike. They, oh, man. Oh, the hero pulls in Counter-Strike. Oh, hoo, hoo, don't get me started, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, no, there's no ops this week. Shucks. What are we going to do? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> crazy when you have, crazy when you have esports that don't treat the esport like a WWE, uh, actually <laughs> treat it like a sport. Crazy crazy when you have a fan base that actually does that instead. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, well, imagine having a fan base that, like, actually think, man, this is actually a real competition. Uh, instead of uh, treating it like an anime. Any case, anyway. Um oh, you guys gotta make me oh, sad, No hero no pulls. No <laughs> pulls. Yes, we're just talking about your mistress right now. Um, right. And I'd say she's young, but she's really not. Accounter Strike's old as fuck, actually. So but yeah. she's stable. Look, she's stable, I'll give you that.
2: Uh.
0: on the crazy meter, right? On the on the crazy meter. I'd say, like, this is the most calm... This is the most calm mistress you could have. This is... Counter-Strike is not going to key your car or light your your, your clothing on fire, Yusuke. So, good job there. Nice. Um, well done. Make Overwatch Mike one. slash... Overwatch Mike slash your tires, though, is what I'm saying. But Counter-Strike won't.
3: <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, Overwatch makes me not be able to afford tires more, more likely than not, because... Uh, uh, Contrary to popular belief, I'm not a crypto millionaire. So, um... you're a
1: crypto oh. billionaire. That's right.
3: <laughs> that's right. There we. Are. There you go. No, <laughs> no. But like, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's always. I think it's just like a natural development, in accordance with your demographic of your game, right? So. Anyway, Valiant. Valiant. You
0: guys are mid on Valiant. I'm probably still low on them. Mm -hmm. Just because I don't see them being good enough to beat the real mid-table teams. If we assume that APAC looks like Shanghai, Seoul, Chengdu as your top teams, Uh, New York Philly as your middle teams, and Valiant Charge Spark as your bottom teams, I even though we really don't even know what New York and Philly look like, if we if we only look at it from a rumor-based perspective. And it's like Yaki and Kellen and, yeah. and Then The Phillies got Carter Emmons, three zest, uh, mystery off tank player, and um, I don't actually know who the fifth is, so that one escapes me. But
1: Phillies, even Philly's that, going wide, right? Like even that, like some players.
0: I mean, it's it's not impossible for them to build a really rough kind of team and then get yeah. played upon by Valiant, who are really yeah. going to be punching up. The by Valiant. I can see them punching up big time. So it is possible. That they beat one of New York or Philly, but even then, assuming they also beat Charge Spark, that puts them what fifth place out of eight. Because you have to be better than New York to be at least fourth, right? True. To be behind yeah. Seoul and Chengdu. And let's be honest, there's there's actual lightning happening outside my house right now. Let's Ooh. be honest, um, they're not. That's the charge getting angry at me. I think. Let's be honest, the Valiant are probably not beating Seoul Dynasty, Chengdu, or
3: Shanghai on paper.
1: Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Souls even though, tough ask.
3: I guess we're going to talk about it, but not too high on Chengdu next season.
0: You're not yeah. too high. On well, let's pick to the roster for now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why don't we even just add a new? Add a new topic. We're gonna guys. We're gonna sneakily add a new topic that wasn't even planned. Chengdu. Why aren't you big on Chengdu?
3: I think. Don't like, talk
0: about their coaches yet. Don't talk about their coaches yet.
3: I mean, okay, then we can't talk about Chengdu. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs>
0: announcement has stepped down from head coach of chung hunters yeah and he's in an advisory role
4: honorary advisory what does that
0: even role. i mean yeah. what does that even when you add honorary in front of whatever the title is i feel like that always like doesn't mean anything
1: yeah you yeah, know it's just like a, what is I, that? we really appreciated you so if you know if you ever want to do anything and or come back the door it's is like, open
0: it's like when they retired Jake's jersey. You know that was that's just honorary. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really mean anything. No. Uh, so, so what, he, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's gone. I'm pretty sure he's like gone, yeah. gone. He, otherwise, he would have just been maybe an assistant coach. I don't even know. Like I, I think he's 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 got he's has a kid coming up. Yeah, he needs to look after his family. Yeah. No. Headaches. We've had situations in the past with Ray, kind of like being in and out of the team for personal reasons before. Yep. So this is not a new thing. Um, every yeah, second I mean, year, you, you have him and you don't have him. So yep. um, it's one of those things like, is it a even year? Okay, well, you don't get raised. an odd year. Okay, you get yeah. Ray back again. So oh, I guess we'll see you in 2023, my guy. Um, but every year that you haven't had this guy yet, yeah, it's been rough for Chengdu. But is he, is yeah. that the ultimate difference maker? Like, now that Chung do have a good framework and a, and a decent team built up from last year, you know, can they still just find success off the work done from last year? Like, is losing Ray going to be the real make or break? Jeske, you were going mean, to talk about him a little bit?
3: A, yes, it will. I think that's a major contributing factor. Also, I feel like we have to call a spade a spade and say they were very fortunate with how the meta fell last year, right? No, um, I think like, no, it, in a way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. necessarily yeah, okay. a given that like all those heroes just work for them, even though they've also made it work and a bunch was be- being able to be played. I still think we can conclusively say, say that um, like the Shanghai or Chengdu like comp variations were probably the strongest so, uh, across the season. In course, comparison course. to uh, everything yeah. else. Um, that's not a given, especially in a new game. I think in a new game, I want someone that is highly creative and smart about the game as Ray. Um, yeah. I think there's also a lack of uh, replacements, and we don't know the replacement yet, as far as I know. For head coach,
1: not to my knowledge. I know they signed J-Feel as an assistant. Right. But-
0: so there is somebody coming in. you talk about Shanghai. Yeah. We got a little bit of Shanghai now on the team.
3: Yeah, but, oh, I mean, it's it's hard to say, right, to evaluate there. But, yeah, I, I think this, okay, this is your, this is my ultra-nuclear hopium for Valiant. But I don't think it's a given that Valiant will finish below um, Chengdu okay. next year. Yeah. And, by the way, what? I don't think we will see eight teams in APAC. And I'm not 100% on that or, like, reporting on any leagues, but... Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if one of the uh, North American teams made it back to NA, let's, right? Let's
0: contextualize something. I don't know
3: if you guys can hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's really loud. You can. Yeah. Okay, I was going to talk about the charge again, and they they knew they knew I was going to talk about. No, I'm not going to talk about the charge right now. <laughs> let's contextualize something. You you mentioned that it's possible for Valentine to be better than Chengdu, which I think is a pretty extreme take, but I'll I'll humor you. That you saying that I think doesn't mean that you believe Valiant will be like third in APAC. No, you, that that means you think Hunters will be a little bit, quite a bit further down and within re, uh, striking distance of Valiant, yeah. Yeah. and then Valiant will still be a mid team by beating Chengdu, who might be a worse team in the middle of the pack rather than a top team. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I still think player wise, assuming they do promote a pritter, yeah. And assuming like I don't know, your gets his shit together again. Yeah. they still have leave.
1: Yeah. yeah can, I mean, pound like, for pound, leave, that's hard to argue. Leave can,
0: leave can still carry the fuck out of this team, especially yeah. if it's 5v5 with a DPS meta, you know? When I say DPS meta, I mean like a DPS-favored game, which I'm pretty sure 5v5 Overwatch will be in Overwatch 2. So when you've got a heavy hitter like that on your team, I mean, yeah, yeah it's only one
3: guy, but... Yes, that's the problem. You've got one well, guy like... when yeah, but work everyone asks, else yeah. you're competing against has two guys now.
0: Well, Valiant don't. Even, Valiant don't
3: have any Valiant, guys. Valiant barely How has. How many guys a guy? does
0: Valiant have?
3: I would argue. I mean, not careful the enough. guy, but I would say I don't <gasps> oh, think they have now. a worse DPS line than uh, Chengdu. They have a what now? They don't have a worse DPS line than Chengdu. I think Leaves better than the whole
0: DPS line combined.
3: <laughs> is he going to play Lee two way, DPS play characters way. at the same time? If he's capable of that, I, I will give you that. Jinmu Jin not hitting I,
0: his... I'm going yeah. to also say that Lee is also better than his entire DPS line combined as well.
3: Right, but my point is, like, if Chen, Chengdu doesn't hit, like... Sorry, Jinmu doesn't hit, like, his heroes, I think it's a, he, he'll have a hard time... The other DPS are legitimately absolute dead weights.
1: Yes, yes, agreed. I don't think you're going to find anybody who is going to argue otherwise. I think the context here is surrounding what happens with a Prita. If yes. a Prita gets moved up, then what you just said is a... I agree. Egg-beating, helmet-wearing, yes. shit-take everybody in the bunker. I agree. I agree.
3: <laughs> I don't... I if If it hasn't happened until now, why... What are we
1: waiting for? Agreed. I, I, it is bizarre. Why also hasn't New York announced their roster? Why Bro, are we waiting? If, I don't know.
3: I swear to God, if this is, and I, I, Hundred percent have no inside knowledge. But if this is kind once of- again like five Chinese teams telling me a predator wasn't good in trials, and this <laughs> kid is going to sit out of the season, I am going fucking oh, insane. Man. And I hope you get curb stomped by Dia next season yeah. for yeah. your yeah. fucking stupidity and hubris in thinking that you know better who to select than the guy that is curb stomping everyone in contenders. That is not how it works. You fucking suck. <laughs> It's,
1: it's unreal. I'm glad you said whatever, yeah, at least I was thinking. Yeah.
3: Can we repeat that again for me and, like, we summarized? Okay, summarized is, if a Apreta is not being picked up because Chinese teams yep. don't think he's good based on trials, yep. same story as Dia, I am flipping my shit. Are you
2: burger flipping your shit? I, I, I think that can't happen. Um...
0: Because your shit's been permanently flipped. No, I I think a pretty can't. I, I think they can't happen that Prita doesn't get picked up. It can't. Right?
3: I thought the same can't. thing There's about no
1: Dia. It surely
0: totally can't happen.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh... That's
0: different. D wasn't on Chung. He doesn't want. He wasn't on the Chengdu Academy team. He wasn't on no, Team Chaser. No. Dia, he was on. The, he was on Team CC, the Dragons Academy team, and there was right. no way he was going to get promoted to Dragons. And then everybody else just trial other people and you know you might say well it's got no relevancy because he's caught could have still joined chung and i'll give you that but i think when you got to put it on team chase which is the chung do academy team it's easy just to move the players in between the two teams
3: sure but, but if at the same time they apparently got like retirement contracts for jimmy and taro cookie over t- <laughs> <laughs> like two centuries Where they can, like, live as lich beings still on the same contract. Like... Like, Can I get one of those? I want to live as a lich being.
1: (laughs) Yeah, bro, I want a phylactery. Hell yeah, that's... (laughs) I'll be
3: a lich. It's unreal. Like, generational wealth created for these two guys. Just, like, (laughs) playing Tarkov for some shit. Um, nah, but, like, I, I don't know what, uh... What is going on there? Like, surely there has to be made room. Like, yes. It isn't going to be a papay that I take if Prodesk going in and then I don't think like even like back. Right, coaching I don't can think really anybody would hold you that. to that. Yeah. yeah. Um even though I could totally see like a backline of Chengdu falling apart without the coaching of uh yeah? of uh Ray being there. Um totally. Also, like I'm not sure how on, I feel about feel. inserting like a coach that isn't a native speaker, maybe he picked up a bunch on uh, on Shanghai. Shanghai could totally be the case, even though at the same time, an why assistant? would he?
4: No.
1: It's an assistant. Uh, you don't need to be like a, a huge mouthpiece. I guess it depends on how the logistics are run in the front office, but uh, maybe it's just a strategic role. I don't know. I you can know what's see funny? What this <laughs> well,
0: it's, not, it's not funny, but you know what's like. You know what would be interesting about this whole thing is if Chengdu didn't hate no hill he could he would have been the perfect replacement
1: yeah it would, it would have been i <laughs> like, think the replacement yeah yeah like
0: the most well regarded like head coach brain that's not called ray in China, but also the most like the worst regarded one as well for other reasons <laughs> I, for non for non like non game related reasons he's also the worst regarded
3: so yeah he's gotta he's he's winning in both categories alternatively if Nohil Noel could shut his mouth. He could have also had a team that gave him more resources than whatever he's co- uh, trying to do now and having to make the rounds and hopefully reviving his career. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? Like what IGC are going to give him more resources? He's
0: lucky to get no, the no, resources no, no,
3: He has to prove he can do it with IGC in order to, for anyone to possibly consider giving him a second yeah. chance, right?
0: I don't think anyone doubts
3: his ability.
0: It, the, the the teams that he has beef with have beef with him for reasons beyond his ability as a coach.
3: Right. He, so I don't think
0: he, he doesn't need to prove shit. I don't think he needs to prove anything as a coach. It's the other problems that they don't like. Yeah. That don't get proven through your results in coaching.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I won't comment on like how China handles those situations, but I think if you like that situation looks very different if Valiant makes it like top three, and uh, like I, I think that meant a lot of. Like being very good at something makes people forget about your awfulness. So real quick. What you're quick. saying
0: is, what you're saying, well, let's, let's, I don't, I'm not going to call it, I don't even, yeah, yeah. No, okay, we don't sorry. know the full story. So no, I'm not going to say awfulness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, generally,
3: unless, right? Like,
0: unless you're on, on Chung Doo's payroll, then, you know, call it what you want. But like, if yeah, you're not on yeah. Chengdu's payroll, let's let's just be yeah. a little bit more neutral about it. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I get, I see what you're saying. So you're basically saying that, like, if you're if you're too good to pass up, then a team might just be like, "Wow, well, we'll just take him there, yeah. you know.
3: Yeah. Let's let's get the marketing firm and like wash that out of like the public discourse, and we got got ourselves a star coach here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's sad that Ray is missing because like this guy has always been such a fresh injection into like I, f- I know like Chengdu doesn't like that narrative for some reason what? but legitimately like the impact that Rey has had on uh-huh. this league is fucking insane like yeah. on o- or on Overwatch as a whole right like mm-hmm. lifting up China seemingly by himself as like this powerhouse of a region Um, in many ways, uh, with Miraculous Youngsters, putting them on the map. Then, like, in Season 2, going your own way and teaching, like, the Overwatch League that you can, something that now everyone believes in when nobody did back in the day, and we had, like, pretty uh, public talks about it. And now, like, having one of the legitimately best teams in Season 4, out of a roster that, once again, had pretty big limitations no less on an MVP that he himself raised since this kid was like 15, right? Like, yep. it's it's legitimately can't be understated how uh, big his impact uh, is on Overwatch mm. as a whole, right?
1: Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Easily one of my favorite. And I think my favorite coach to date and, and somebody that you can point to and say, this is somebody who has tangible impact, who has enough history and has enough, like, Pedigree and and repeated instances, um, of 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 this pattern that you can kind of tell that he is doing things. You you can tell when Ray's in a team and when he isn't in a team. Um, it, it's it's very obvious that his impact is is very high. Um, and yeah, it's yeah. it's sad to see him go. I also
0: know that he's like a great leader on the team, in terms of you know keeping the soldiers in line, where. I mean, we got a little bit of insight with the whole Yveltal situation, but he obviously has no issues leading the charge and being like, okay, yeah, he's well, no punk. Bitch, this, this he, players, he don't play no games. Play. He's, he's, he's leading. He's, he doesn't get pushed around by his players. No. You know that for sure. Yeah. Um, and he all, you know, he's, he, I mean, the guy is willing to air his dirty laundry with his own players out into the public. That's fucking crazy to me. I still don't know. I still don't personally think that's the right call to make. But no, the but, fact that he's willing to do that means he doesn't fuck around. Yeah, that's yes. what I get out of it. There's yeah. there's a respect um, and
1: transparency. And but didn't he do that like in playoffs? It was just like no, he's just not it
0: was playing. Post playoffs, was post playoffs okay. where he after they okay. lost, basically he publicly like released information about that. Right, but right, right, right. I, I mean, you mean you even hear the stories back in the day when like Silk Thread was going to join Chengdu at, uh, yeah. at a certain point in time, and he was saying that like he didn't quite mesh with the teams. Culture around practice. You can, if you read between the lines, he's basically talking about the coaches being pretty. What's the right word for it? I mean, which st- maybe strict would be a good strict. word for it. Yeah. Basically, like, you know, the coaching style and the expectations for the players on a team like Chung Do are pretty high in terms of hours you were putting in and effort you were putting in. And, you know, obviously, a head coach is going to be at the forefront of leading that charge. So, talking about Ray again. Um, yeah, like I mean, all evidence I've ever seen of the guy. I mean, I'm I'm the first person to say, and I've said this for a long time, that a lot of coaches we don't know what the fuck they do. It's hard yep. to rate coaches in the league. We got there's there's probably a little bit more insight on Ray than a lot of coaches out there, and the insight that I do have all point towards him being like a real leader on his sure. team, and so yeah. that's going to be a big piece of the puzzle. Gone.
1: Yeah, it's it's also like. And maybe I'm wrong, I'm also sick and like operating on very low sleep. Has has leave ever worked with a coach that wasn't named Ray? So is Coach
0: on PubG no. Um Overwatch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, I think he's literally only worked with Ray.
3: Wait. Wasn't there something in seasons three? Oh
0: no, sorry. When Ray Technically technically speaking, when Ray wasn't on Chengdu,
3: that would have yeah. been the one time. Yeah. Also. So you're right. Sense. probably the season where leaf looked probably the mo- least impressive of his career, right?
1: I mean, I feel like there's probably more reasonable Sure. Uh He came
3: back from PUBG and everything like that, like Sure. also yeah. reason, yes, but
1: But yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, I just don't know if that's the leading cause, but like in that same sense, I do like there is a lot of questions surrounding this team now. It's just like what is what is this backline going to end up doing? Like, is yeah. this new head coach going to be able to kind of instill the authority that it seems like this team maybe needs? Yeah. Um. Are they going to be able to, you know, not pull punches and just be able to, like, handle these kids when, you know, shit, shit acts up? Um. Yeah. How is this new front office going to integrate now that you have two languages operating? Like, it, there's a lot of questions here that, you know, I think logistically this isn't like a charge spark situation, but like. I'm coming around to the idea that maybe they underperform to what their roster could do.
0: I think it's Jay possible. feels capable, but I I don't know that he fills the shoes of Ray in either literal sense, being that he's not the head coach, and also like a more figurative sense in terms of like what what his more intangibles he brings to the team is. Because I'm sure like a guy with his background, where you know he's been on Kongdo the whole time, he's uh one with London, he's won with Shanghai. This is like a two-time champion of the league now. Out of four years, he's won two trophies in the Overwatch League. You know, this he's actually pretty accomplished. People that probably don't even talk about Jay Field too much, you know. Like I bet a lot of people didn't even still don't even really know him. Um but I'm pretty sure like, you know, his his track record speaks for himself. So yeah. I think on a strategic sense and on a like capability sense, that's there raise leadership quality uh that's I don't know I don't know who feels that and if anyone can feel that
1: it's tough I think you have to respect as as a player you have to imagine that you have to respect like trophies right you have to um but I don't know that I don't know if anybody to your point Avril is always if anybody is going to kind of uh supersede the respect that like somebody from your homegrown region that came up built a lot of synergy with the players that are still there today or some of the players that are still there there today. Um. Yeah, I I don't know if that level of respect is ever going to be repaired, and it, there is some cause for concern. To to Yiskas point,
0: I mean, you have to also, if we're gonna be dropping Chengdu down because Ray's gonna be gone, I think because that's been Yiskas' thread so far in terms of his line of thinking. Then, I mean. T- don't you have to drop a lot of teams down in some ways? Like, are we all that happy with Sparks' coaching lineup? Are we that happy oh, with no, not at coaching all. lineup? Are we happy not with New York's coaching lineup? Like, have New York even changed the coaching lineup? I don't think <laughs> they have. Depends. Philly have, like, they've lost everybody. I don't know. They've completely changed. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. Probably. I like Toby, but I have to even admit that's, that's still a question mark. I'll give him the benefit yeah, sure. of the doubt, but yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know for sure. So... Hey, Yuska, I think that means LA Valiant's the second best team after Shanghai, then.
3: (laughs) No, but, like, I think if there is a season for a small, under-budgeted team, but that is tight, and where the market is so, like, almost oversaturated with great players, it is this coming one. We had, like, an under... Like, this is is where, like, a packing situation from, like, Season 3 Valiant could have legitimately led to, like you know, a top-three finish or something like that, where you can really pull damage just because there's so much volatility, and if you can stick through it, like, as a unit, and also have the ingenuity of people that really, like, can come up with strategy as it develops, and are can be quicker to that. And, of course, let's not be, like... Let's not beat around the bush. Have the luck that you require in order to hit the meta that your player's... Like I'm more adapted to playing,
1: then uh-huh. um, then you can do a lot
3: of damage in the, in the next season. I think.
1: All right, Yiska, gun to head, alien death ray scenario. Right. Is the Los Angeles Valiant going to be featured in a stage playoff final?
2: Final. They don't have to win. Just they
1: just have to be in the finals. The final stage. The, the, the literal. Of S2 it's two
2: final.
3: Just
1: just of a stage. Just, just a final a
3: or like make playoffs type of thing? Just, literally just a stage final. Okay, so... This is a trick question because the answer is no.
2: Because <laughs> you have to be the top two
0: team. Like, what are you going to be one of the top two teams, man? What
3: the... <laughs> no, I mean, you ridiculous. could be like... Okay, based on like our past year, like, format. Uh-huh. I think there would be theoretically a possibility that they sneak in once. Okay. But I don't, they don't think make it will the have.
0: They don't make the final. Even if they sneak no, no, in, they no, don't make the final.
3: No. So it's a no. No, they may would maybe make it a regional final or whatever or um for seeding or yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, they they might if we okay, if we just copy paste the same format from last year. There is a world. I can. I got the telescope out there. Is a small chance that Valiant are the fourth seed playing against the first seed for a regional spot to go into. Right. Yeah. Whatever you know, uh, Hawaii, the quote unquote Hawaii thing, Mm -hmm. based on last year, if we just copy and paste last year, right? That I can see happening as -hmm. an off chance. There's There's zero chance they make a final. They don't make it. You already have to be. You assume the top four teams in the world at that stage. To make a final, you got to be the top two, right? Because it's a double bracket as well. Again, we're copying the same format. If if assuming we do, yeah, uh, or at least for this example, we are. Then, yeah, there's zero chance Valiant make a final.
3: No way. No, not a top two in the world. No, no, not a world final for sure. I don't think that's realistic. But I will say, I don't even think they got Hawaii personally. But yeah, that's me. I will say it is a hot take, but like, I don't think they will be the last team. I give this a really low probability. Um, I think. For me, most likely it's probably fifth in APAC, and yeah. if I want to have a hot take, I think fourth uh, is reasonable. Damn.
0: Fifth means they got to beat at least one of New York or Philly, right? Or do if you think Chengdu are really going to be bad. Yes. I I don't I I don't subscribe to that just yet because yeah. if we're putting again, if we're putting a lot of stock on coaches, I think everybody's made True. a coaching change that is. Potentially questionable in some way uh, sure. outside of Shanghai, who I'm just gonna, I'll just give Moon the benefit of the doubt. We don't talk about Shanghai in that context because we just assume they're gonna be good. Everybody's made a, a sideways or lower change in their coaching stuff following that. Okay. So, like, how far can Chengdu really fall? They're gonna fall harder than Spark with changun Come on, you gotta be joking. You, you can't be twisting my leg that hard. You're gonna fall harder than what? Philly losing 9k and Moby Dick? Come on. You, where yeah, are we going with this? You know, like, what's Philly's a bigger loss? Dire. What's a bigger loss? Losing both 9k and Moby Dick or losing Ray? What's a bigger loss? Like they're both pretty fucking big. Yeah. So you got to apply that same equation to every team if you want to make that argument.
1: And Philly just doesn't have, at least from the things that are, are you know semi public, they just don't have the same punching power. It's like car pay or leave. I know where I my I'm not, saying,
0: I'm not saying Jin and Chara don't have what it takes, but I mean, sure, of course. Moby Dick, Moby Dick is one of the most well-regarded coaches in the whole league. All yep. 20 teams.
2: Yeah.
0: That's just that's one out of two coaches. You lost two. You lost nine K as well. So I mean, come on, guys. Like it's you know what did New York New York didn't even change the coaching staff, and like their team had decent talent, and they just couldn't get off the ground at all. So, do you put any of the blame on the coaching staff? Because if you do, you know you got to be feeling a little bit rough <laughs> that they didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Did they, get, did they get rid of IMTs at one? Well, that's, that's not even, that's not even a coach. That's the analyst, you know, they like, didn't even, Has why not been yeah. their head coach the whole time. Is he? So yeah. Yes. Yeah, why not been the head coach the whole time? So, I mean, can't be giving other teams a free pass on this shit.
1: True. I mean, definitely. I, I think for outside of Philly, and I'm kind of blanking on who is leading Seoul last year, but these are Not these yeah, are some like Chang was leading Soul. Yeah, I could I could take that. I think that's fair. There are some sizable coaches that have left, but it, I think to Yusuke's point, it's more of just like the 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 gravitas of losing Ray, of losing Nine K, of losing Moby Dick. Like those are severely like going to impact these rosters. So um, my
0: my. Point ends up being my my overall point ends up being if we if we're shifting Chengdu down then I'm shifting right. everybody down yeah of course if I'm shifting everybody down then no one gets shifted down. <sighs> you I, know I mean I, like <laughs> at the end of the day,
1: I think it's I think it's some teams I don't think it's everybody personally but that's just that's just me.
0: I'm not shifting anybody up. Who are you shifting up?
1: I'm not shifting everybody up, but I, I think
0: shift, I'll shift Valiant up, but everybody. I'll, I'll I'll go I'll go even with Sol and I'll say they'll be the i I'll just give Chobe the benefit of that. I'll say they'll be at least the same, which you know, based on Chango's track record shouldn't be too hard to at least do. That's a pretty low bar. Chango went to Spark. True. On paper, probably a shift down. Charge, I'll give Sung the benefit of the doubt because he was there only a part of the year last year and extra did uh. the other part and they did struggles. But you know, maybe with a full year and no staff issues, they might be do something, but I'll still only give them what they got last year. So that, to me, is not an upgrade. So the only team that literally upgraded is the Heli Valiant. Everybody else downgraded. And again, and I don't count Shanghai, so if the other seven sure. teams, if everybody else downgraded, then how the fuck does Chengdu fall that far down the rankings? No, everyone equally falls down the rankings together and Chengdu's still ahead.
1: Could it just be more of like a, a parody-based region where like just everybody's mega-competitive and you just drop... Silly games every once in a while, like I don't, I, don't, I feel like that's a little bit more. And it's within a new the game. It's a new
0: game. in a new game, anything can happen, and yeah, you absolutely could be dropping some silly games. It would require a team to overperform, yeah, and a better team, quote unquote, better team to underperform, which is can definitely happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can definitely see Ali Valiant punching above their weight, and I can see teams like Chengdu. Losing because by fun fact, one of the teams that did lose a map to Valiant last year yeah,
1: was true. Chengdu.
0: Yeah. So Chengdu have some high highs and some low lows. I mean, they were one of only two teams to lose to Valiant, but at the same time, Chengdu were one of the only teams to actually legitimately beat Shanghai. It was a three-zero as well.
4: Yeah. So their shocked.
0: highs are really high and their lows are. I'm not going to say super. They didn't lose to Valiant, but they were sure, they, yeah. they, they lose they're low enough to at least lose a map. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a that's Could a, silly. Could be silly.
1: It's it might just be a a must must see region. Apex looking uh, mighty spicy. Prime time Overwatch.
0: New York can legitimately beat Shanghai, but then also legitimately lose the challenge. Oh yeah,
1: that I mean, yeah, it, I mean that's everyone, kind of what we're packing up for.
0: Can people can just randomly lose games like that?
1: Yeah, it's getting to that point, especially in a new game like you said. Like we really don't know what we're walking into, so. Even with our Overwatch one one lenses on, um, yeah, it looks competitive. And now, add on top of the like, on on top of that, now you have all these variables and all kinds of different possibilities. Like, yeah, yeah. APAC look looks real wonky. That so that's the beauty of it
3: though. Right now, I could just go. You know, I actually think Valiant is going to be the best team in APAC, And then when it doesn't happen, I just say, Ah, Overwatch two. Who could know, man? Like, ah, couldn't have predicted that one. Was too wild.
0: Like coaching aside, player quality. Look, you can only do so much as a coach to try and improve your players. Of course, course. yeah. But whenever I've talked to coaches, and whenever when I really dig deep into league, into the league, and like (laughs) what makes for a good team, at the end of the day, if you just have some of the best players, I mean, it's hard to lose, and. I think we've had this discussion before, but like, you know, guns ahead, like, would you rather have a team with stacked players or stacked coaches? And I pick stacked players 100% of the time.
3: Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? If i if I, if I really got to pick one in terms of what's going to give me the better chance of winning, it's always stacked players. Yeah. Cause you, you can only improve bad players so much as a coach. Yes. If they're bad, they're bad. There's, there's nothing you can do.
3: But ideally, you would, both. Um,
0: of course. And that's called Shanghai. But yes. Um, Super team. I mean, I've talked to coaches where it's just like, dude, Shanghai just have six out of six superstars. What do you do? Yeah, their roster is just better. Like they have six out of six superstars who are just like the best in their roles, and it's just like it's it's impossible to beat them. Um, and like my point relating back to the Valiant is they just don't have that player quality. I think D is good, but let's be careful about people overrating him as well. He's he's good, but he's not like generational. This guy is not like the next leave or some shit he's not even i don't even think dia is going to be as good as shy and that's not a knock against dia that's that's me saying Shy's fucking amazing yeah no Dia's is going to be good but he's not going to like he's not going to single-handedly turn around the show nah, he's not going and to be I an mvp he,
3: car, uh, candidate right? like.
0: oh no, no there's not going to be a role star he's not going to be an mvp candidate he's going to be a very serviceable player that's going to be a, a big improvement for the valiant but he's not even going to be better than carpe and i'm probably ah. underwriting carpe there. I think he will be. Oh, like you're underrating Carpe even more than I am then, but uh,
3: i Kape is uh, a low below average DPS in the Overwatch League.
0: By the way, you're assuming Carpe will even play MN3 will play very true. Um Yeah, I mean I just I, there's no no names on Valiant, including the rumored players. Yeah. That that like blow me away. Nothing.
3: I, so, I think here's my thing. I'm not thinking about these players as in their 2021 version. I'm thinking of them as in their Team CC version. Right? Sure. Sure. And in Ooh. that... I mean, because they're recombining in some aspect, once again, right? Yeah. They, like What, two people? Just two people? Bro, how did Izzyaki <laughs> look in uh, in Season 3 and shit? My man was benched by Kareef, man.
0: Karif was good in Season 2, don't... I don't shame Kareev back
3: then. free was legit. Right. But then he reunited with Moon eventually. And yeah. now he's one of the best, if not the best, flex supporter of the year.
0: Yeah. Fun fact, Kareev reunited with Moon first.
2: True.
1: Did indeed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> on the Valiant. Yeah.
0: On the Valiant. <laughs> like, didn't Iziaki? Yeah, he, Iziaki was to play with Moon on the Valiant. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, I just like... You have an entire valiant or uh, a full team of serviceable players, and that's it.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna have it's gonna have to be like a packing award. It's gonna, they're gonna have to become way more than the sum of their parts if they're really gonna like swing above their weight because you're punching at like leave and a prita possibly, right? You're punching at the sparks DPS lineup. Yes, logistically they fumble all the balls all the time, but what if they don't, right? Now, like it's it's tough. Now here, okay,
3: here's the here's the nuclear option. Okay, you ready? Okay, sure.
1: So I tried to give you a nuclear option, but you didn't take that one. Okay. So I'm interested okay. to see what you're looking So, so uh,
3: nobody's currently signing a Prita. It's, shit's weird, right? So sure. like someone at the I- IGC office just like cleans the <laughs> sofa, you know, like has the vacuum out. And w- what do you know? There's 50K right under the sofa cushion. Ah, goddamn. What do we do? I guess we could give it to a Prita. No, you can't. Well, valiant
0: already have three DPSs.
3: Yeah, they
2: whatever.
0: Already have three DPSs. Bro, one of them can be a coach. You <laughs> mean
3: whatever? One of them can be a coach. No problem. And <laughs> by the way, you you probably signed them on like one one month uh, cancellation because you're the valiant. So goodbye, sucker. <laughs>
0: like they wanted a printer, they should have not. By yeah. the way, it's not just 50k. You have to pay his buyout too.
1: Agreed.
3: I mean, if nobody's
1: Valiant, buying him Valiant, because that, nobody's even you know Valiant
0: break the piggy did bank. not even. They didn't even want to pay Thor's buyout last year, and Thor's buyout was pitiful, and they didn't even want to pay that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the purchase I mean, situation is, but like, maybe they're talking to the Toronto. You know, they're talking to Toronto Defiant. You know, they're talking books, and they're like, hey, you know, we got all this money to spend. I let's uh, let's spend it. I don't even know. Overwatch that Valiant, is hype, guys.
0: Does Valiant even pay any buyout for any of their players this year.
1: Probably not because
0: Uh, because I don't think for coldest actually well I actually think coldest might be the one they did pay for because innovation was already off season boom they the team disbanded Mm. so I'm Mm. going to assume well I don't I don't know contractually because your team could disband
3: but Shanghai still
0: own innovation's contract for the duration because his contract might go until the end of the year right so you can disband but if innovation gets picked up you still have to pay Shanghai for the fee. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was teamless? You don't pay for him. Becky right. was on a team, but I don't know. I you probably did have to pay for that because contenders teams do hold on to contenders player contracts solely to sell them to Overwatch League rosters. Right. Coldest I have to assume Spark would have had his would have would have kept his contract.
1: Oh, did they? Eric saying is a true free agent. Contract expired. Wildcats,
0: well, okay, so they didn't pay for Coldest, but I think they may have had to pay for Innovation and Becky as well. Yeah. And Hell. Uh, unless. So this is this is the really fucked up part. If Wu Hao technically retires and only joins as a coach, then right. no, I don't think you pay his buyout. But, but you, if you get him as a player and contract him as a player, which is what he's rumored to be, right. then I do think you have to pay Shanghai for his buyout because he was on CC. Um,
4: Depending, of
2: course. Oh, it depends on how long his contract goes, right? Correct.
3: Oh. Because, like, let's say his contenders contract ended in, like, February. Then you sign him as a coach. Then they lose the rights. And then you pay him, uh, like, start his Overwatch League contract as a player. But if that's the case, why
1: isn't everybody doing that, though? You know what I mean? Like, oh, we'll just sign you as a coach. And then your contract's up. And then we just move you to as a player. Presumably, because they have longer uh, contracts. And a guy like Kulia probably
3: wouldn't have contracts as long, right?
1: Sure, yeah. That's fair.
3: I don't know how. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't
0: it. know which. I don't know which of the contenders players were true free agents. And the reason why I'm skeptical of any of them being true free agents is because if you're a smart contenders team, yeah, you, you don't hold. fucking you you hold those contracts. You don't yeah. make them free agents because you just lose money.
1: Yep. Right. The team might disband, but the contract may still be in effect for X amount of you know months or days past disbandment date, which would.
0: Well, it's more like it's more like your contract goes until hypothetically December thirty first, twenty twenty one. Right. Hypothetically, your team might have disbanded in like November. Yeah. But your contract still goes until December thirty first hypothetically, mm-hmm. which means if someone has if someone picks you up in that period, boom, done. Team, you know, team you, A gets you paid. Gotta pay, you got to you got to pay that shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's certainly possible that they genuinely had to pay a buyout. Now, are they paying Chengdu's buyout for a Aprita? <laughs> that's uh that's some couch diving that's some uh that's some task rabbiting you're gonna I mean, have we to don't do. even have
0: to go that far they have three the you should they shouldn't have picked up becky then yeah why the fuck they pick up okay. becky if, they, if you want to get a pretty you don't get becky mm. that's, just, that's just straight up you don't even do that like yeah. they already have three dps they, yeah, feel they yeah. committed only if they that committed.
3: option just presented itself very late you know yeah whatever oh so Tomorrow. back
0: to Chengdu because we somehow went from Chengdu to LA Valiant like, Chengdu, <laughs> is I think a Pritter still goes to Chengdu, because he's yeah. not going anywhere else, because Spark have four DPSs, charge of three DPSs including a hit scan that they replace um, Kaylee with, which is developed so they don't need a Pritter they they don't even need a Tracer, because Troy's going to play Tracer again um, Chengdu is the only team that really needs a Pritter, and I say that even though they have four DPSs, because mo- their DPSs aren't good enough in the heroes that Pritter brings to the table, so Chengdu like actually need him, which means, yeah, they're the only team I think that are capable of picking up this guy, and he's he's more than good enough to be, uh, to be a valuable pickup. Oh, so there's easily. no questions. There's no questions in my mind surrounding his ability. Like if you if you pick up, Monk, you got to pick up a predator, because that 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 was like a duo in Contenders. Monk yep. and a Preda with the hard carries of, um, a flag, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. I can't remember that, but flag Gaming, yeah. You gotta go, you gotta get this guy for sure. So, yeah, I, I don't see a world where Chengdu don't pick up a predator unless they're really dumb. But even then, I guess you just have another year of leave and Jinmu, unless it's a double hit scan and we should place Jimmy leave. But
2: uh, I don't know if I hate it, I value leave pretty highly. Like, this is still one massive heavy hitter and. Against teams that might not even have one. Like. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will see.
0: I mean, I think people rate Yaki really highly, but I don't. I think Yaki's like a good player, but not unbelievable. People think, people still saying, oh, but Yaki had the best risk. No, he fucking didn't. He did not. Um, statistically, that's true. And like, yeah, I test that's true
1: yeah so, I, I would no. agree he's good but like and i know i know people are gonna like take this out of context and weaponize and be like oh well he has had good teammates he had checked me on main tank but um we
0: believe has never had good teammates exactly what are you talking about? right
1: like yaki i think is is a good player is is fantastically good but it's not but like a beating DPS. He just he is
0: He is very overrated by the community. The commun- yeah. And the reason I can say that, the people that are reasonable will probably think I'm bull- like talking shit because in their mind, they have rated him correctly and then I'm saying he's overrated. Like, what are you talking about? But understand the people I'm referring to are the people out there in the community that are saying Yaki's like one of the best in the world. And the people right now that do think that and I just heard me call Yaki overrated, they're getting angry right now because... They think they've rated Yaki so unbelievably
3: high. To be fair, when a lot of um coaches and stuff and players after season three told me Yaki's one of the best players in the world.
1: Well, why don't they put their money where their mouths are? You know? Didn't see like... that. Didn't see that. Didn't see that last year,
3: sorry. What did Didn't they see they tell me. I think they said that he's the best Genji in the world and it's not close. Is what I heard from two different teams. <laughs> I guess. Sick. <laughs> There's Genji, as far as good, as like, tracer is good. Um, hi. Okay. High, um, high resource Genjis. If, when it comes to that, better than Hacksaw is what people said, which is like, <laughs> right, guys, that's a, hot, a nuclear hot take. But apparently, that's something that ha- just like was universally decided, like by the everyone like in, in practice rooms was like, this really? kid's nutty, yeah. But then again, it's season three, right? Like, there's another entire season of yeah, Overwatch played yeah. since then. And I mean, be the first I don't think like, Yaki
0: well. I don't think Yaki was as good as Sparkle even in that season. And, oh, oh, by, and by the way, Yaki also wasn't as good as Sparkle in contenders. Uh so I don't know. In my mind, Yaki's always always been the worst Sparkle his entire career. His entire career he's been he's played second fiddle to Sparkle in his ability.
3: That's my take. Sorry, that's, that's. I agree. I, is true. I was just like I even re- recall in one instance, and I'm not sure if it was on uh, on camera or not, so I'm not going to talk about it. But I specifically asked one person, like, "Do you actually think like he was better than Sparkle?" And he's like, "Yeah, my entire team thought so as well." Um, and agree to disagree. I think mean, that's yeah. a cap
0: personally, but agree to disagree. Yeah,
3: yeah, for sure.
0: I think he's overrated. I think he's overrated.
3: I had this take, and then I woke up to like Yaki be nuts for a brief moment because I do think as Genji was nutty in that season, like hard carry Genji's. Um, but then again, like last year was, of course, like pretty. By the way,
0: pretty I'm going to contextualize this because people, pe- people don't. People like, I don't know, people are really binary in their way of thinking. They They'll yeah. probably think if I say that Yaki's underrated, that probably means I think he's awful. I don't think that. I think he's a good player. Well, I just don't think he's the best. Yeah, I thought that's like what I, mean.
3: I thought like, like I always thought Yaki was a tier one point five player.
0: Yep. All I'm saying is that people talk about Yaki like he's a fucking ten. I'm just saying he's more like a seven. That's what I'm saying, or an eight if you want to be. Yep. Yeah, I think nervous. I think that's
1: that's fair. Whereas like yeah, I think eight
0: eight people like oh Avril said Yaki was Yaki was overrated. That means he thinks he's a negative five. Oh, yeah. No, no, shut the fuck up.
1: Yaki I'm just than saying Decay.
0: he's not a, I'm just saying he's not a fucking ten. That's all I'm saying.
1: Is Yaki better than Decay? Ooh. That's a tough one. And and that already speaks volumes.
0: Are we already playing Joe's game, by the way?
1: <laughs> Maybe. Gun to head. Let's Gun, go. But I, I, kinda, wanna, I, I kinda wanna kinda wanna hear what <laughs> everyone
3: thinks about this. Is, is Yaki better Wait, than Decay?
0: That's going to be one of the questions. Let's go. Game show music start. We're playing Deal or No Deal with Joe.
1: (laughs) Deal 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 or No Deal. Was Yaki
0: better than Decay? Deal or No Deal?
1: Is that to me?
3: Yeah. Joe, get off the fence. Everyone. Is Yaki better than Decay?
1: If if you put a gun to my head, Alien Death Ray scenario. The fate (laughs) of the world. I want Yaki oh okay i like i and and this is roasted glasses too like i i always thought he had a lot of potential i agree solid eight player um somebody who is like the rock i don't need him to be a superstar he can have superstar moments that's great fantastic love that is a playmaker i love that too um Yeah, I would I would agree kind of very similar to Sparkle in that same way. But that's kind of somebody who I I look for um, and somebody that seems to uh, uh, how to say this diplomatically. Um, Somebody who has seen uh, success continuously throughout most of their career, barring any form of uh, interpersonal conflict, let's say.
2: Yaki would be my answer. Regis. Rest in peace.
3: Avril, get off the fence. Who's better, Yaki or Decay? Um, right now, I take Yaki. I think so because
0: there he is. The all, all you haters out there, and no, I've, I've you thought I was gonna say Decay, huh? You thought I was gonna switch say it no, up? I, I, switch I it up. Um, no, I think Decay disappointed last year, even more than well, way more than Yaki, obviously. So if, we're, if I'm gonna apply that formula and that kind of standard and i gotta play by my own rules right so why yeah. that decayed worse and he wasn't he was decay declined hardcore for me uh he's like really plummeted down the rankings in my opinion like yeah he's he was good on he was his best hero at last he was reaper or something you know like uh-huh. jesus christ decay like what what happened um you, you know we can say like oh you know he was held back by his team it was like yeah well we can say the same thing about yaki we literally just did yaki still yeah. shine like he didn't shine as hard as some other players did, like he didn't, you know,
1: definitely didn't hard he's carry, still, but
0: he still, he, I mean, he card carried, but uh, you know, he's not, he's not fucking leave. But then again, that's that's maybe unfair because like no one's really is leave. At the end of the day, we'll see okay. next year, but we'll see this year. But you know,
3: right now, right now, I take Yark instead of Decay for sure. Okay, so just to offer up a different opinion, I think I would take it Decay and i think it like it's an underrating of his last like looking at the st- stats and of course they're not going to be great but he was he was fucking insane dude like he was he was maybe uh, he was definitely a top 3 tracer statistically um sure uh, like yeah statistically just just like when
0: did when did washington damage- even play tracer i don't even remember them playing tracer at all um, anyway i don't know I feel like his game time and tracer must have been really low, and that mm, skews your
3: your statistics by a lot. Might might be the case, but like if you aggregate all heroes over the season, I think he had one of the highest kills per ten. Um, maybe you can Eric to, to back me up here. Maybe I'm chatting shit, but um, uh, I think he was um like, which season? This season? This season, yeah, yeah. He, I think That's he's generally spot. like the the thing is he is. He's the thing. He's the caveat, okay? Now I'm bringing it back okay. around. If yeah. I just can get Decay on server and I don't have to deal with anything else, I'm taking <laughs> t- picking Decay. Now, I'm not aware of Yaki ever having had issues. Now, sure. I'm not saying Decay made issues last year. I'm just, like, running the probabilities, right? Like, of... I've heard nothing of Yaki causing issues. I've heard a lot of Decay causing issues from people inside the Overwatch League in previous seasons. So... Yeah. On that chance, I I'd like if I had to build a team, I'd rather have Yaki. If I can just like say who is better, then I would say Decay. But probably that comes probably at a um or not probably, but maybe at a discounted uh point. As Eric brings up the statistics, let me resize. I'm a I'm a fill you in real quick.
0: That's not stats lab.
3: <laughs> what is that? I thought he was going to p- pull out friend of the show Fish Ghost, but he betrayed him, so. Uh, let's see.
2: So, what, am, what are we looking at here? Um, so, Decay and Yaki comparison. Tracer.
3: Um, okay, the win rate is, of course, heavily in favor for uh, yeah, Decay. Yeah, Makes sense. But also like eliminations is heavily in favor of decay, maybe to be expected. Solo kills heavily up for Yaki. Right? Like big time. Dudes. (laughs) Oh my god, this is some flatter level shit, by the way. Like comparatively speaking. Um Uh deaths, of course, like this high risk, high reward, but also like losing a ton, so you would expect more death, deaths for Yaki. Yeah, final blows per 10. That's that's basically the stat. Like could could you add like profit and leave to to that selection? Because I don't think like the K was terrible in comparison. Um, okay. Uh, I
2: mean, if if you want, you can also do like yeah. Okay. Add and kefsa, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Boom.
3: Um. And let's see now. Uh, duh, duh, duh. So. Yeah, now <laughs> Yaki is actually pretty nutty in solo kills. Holy, uh, da da da. Elims, yeah, the K is not bad, right? Like in comparison, I think it shifted a little bit to what's the end of the season, of course. But like, he's hanging with Flatter, hanging theoretically with Kevsa and whatnot. Yaki definitely behind, but that's more to, uh, to the. I mean, in conclusion, like I as IBM Watson told us, it's a lot bound to the win rate of your team for sure. But, like, if you look at kills per 10, like, the K is up there with Kevster, and, I mean, significantly behind Leaf, yes. Um, but, like, higher on solo kills than Leaf, for instance.
0: What is this playtime? I'm trying to find out playtime myself. I'm trying to find out where that information is. Seven,
3: seven and a half hours, yeah. More than Yaki, as much as Leaf, as much as Profit, but less than Flutter and Kevster for
2: Tracer. I legitimately can't even remember games where he played Tracer. Now, keep in mind as well, I mean,
3: like, Decay lost also a significant amount more than Fledder and Kepsta did, right? Like, oh. I think the comparison to Leaf is probably the fairest because of the sort of equal win win rates and sort of equal uh, playtime, and there Leaf is, I mean, obviously a better Tracer. Um, but also more risky Tracer, I would say. So, yeah. Otherwise, like, D- Decay has significantly less lo- uh, deaths. Like, I mean, one kill final blow per 10 less is also considerable, um, which might have to do with the team. But yeah, like, again, like, this is just statistics, right? Like, without devoid of all context. So take that with the largest, like, hill... Uh, grain of salt you can find, but, like, he didn't have a terrible season, for sure.
0: Yeah, I just felt like he was limiting, like, he's... He didn't have a great hero pull. Uh, I'm basing a lot of decay on the later part of the season, as we got through. I mean, the early parts, I think Washington still had a 4-0 to start with. Is that correct? I think they had a 4-0 start in May Melee. Yes. Um, They had some okay wins, and... Stuff got to, you know, started to really fall apart towards the end, I think. And the reason why I think of Washington as more of like a non trace team is cause they played so much like Rush or like Rush styled comps, the zombie comp as well. That's why I'm like, you know, Decay just played all this Reaper. Because when Washington shifted so hard into into that style of gameplay, I'm like, all I see Decay is play Reaper now. So um kind of forget that he even was on Tracer because it was Kind of them farming. You know, who do they even beat in the early part of the season? I mean, regular season. Here we go, May Melee. They played who again? Washington came in second week and played against Dallas. That was 3-1 versus Dallas. You might say that's pretty, pretty good. They beat Vancouver, which is easy. And then they beat Boston, expected. And they beat Toronto, to be fair. Toronto didn't start getting good until later. So, yeah, Washington kind of peaked in May, melee and then that's where they to me that's where they play the most race that's where they play the most dive but yeah yeah contextually I, I think decay did better in that part of the year but i'm i look at it and i look at it more like well what direction did we go and how mm. do we how do we end the season rather than how we started um and i think you know decay ended it pretty weak Although to be fair, mayhem—you could agree. You could say the same thing about mayhem. They started strong with three-one. They even went to Hawaii, and then they ended really weak because they didn't even make playoffs, right? So, um, I guess both applying. Yeah, I just had to feel a feel better feeling about Yaki, personally.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's oh, hard no, to okay. contextualize how how people play based on the their team. Like I I think the worst part always like it's DPS sort of works, tank is just obnoxious to write people on, which is, yeah. like, that was, like, one of the biggest arguments I had to make for, like, Fate's best of uh, Overwatch 1 tank because, like, he had a shit season uh, 2, right? Let's be honest. Like, that was a not a good season um, just based on, like, how the team did. And if your team sucks, then uh, you have a problem as mm-hmm. a main tank, right? Of course. Especially in season 2. Yeah.
1: No, oh, I get it. I get it makes a lot of sense. Um all right. Yeah, any uh, final thoughts on uh Yaki Decay? Or we skedaddle?
0: I think we uh settled that one. Okay. Settle so, peace.
1: Let's go. Fence sitters. We have united today. Uh I gather you here today to uh collectively form opinions and have nuclear hot takes as Yiska has so rightfully done. And you know what? We're going to start with him. Yiska. Yes. We're going blast from the past. We're going into the history books. Peace Camper asks you, lovely friend of the show, is Kaiser the most important player to never make the Overwatch
2: League? Get off the fence. The most
1: important player. I mean, he to is important
3: the to the to the history of the Overwatch League for sure. Like, um, hitting a fat shatter, of course, is like his claim to fame for sure.
2: Um, Kaiser.
3: Uh, but Mm. the question is like that. It feels like there are other ones that come to mind. Uh, are there any other ones that are obvious? I mean, it also depends on how do you, you define importance, right? Like, theoretically sure. speaking, like, I, I thought, saw a pretty salient co- comment on, like, what if the Overwatch 2 was going to change drastically and someone, like, speedily uh-huh. falls off? Like, hard. Sure. Right? That would suck. And then you have, like, a, an, an incredible player not being able to join the Overwatch League ever. Okay. Um, it, Well, that would be for next year. It feels sure. like, let's be honest, Kaiser was only ever in apex season 2 probably like good enough to have been like legitimately claimed to be one of the best players ever uh sorry sorry at the time uh-huh. um and after that i think like teams were probably right to never pick him up um uh, just too limited in the hero pool he had uh-huh. still like historically relevant always like sort of around everything but I feel like we're missing like an obvious name that never made it, um, and that is probably like equal amounts. Like it has most likely some Korean player, um, that comes to mind. Like theoretically speaking, could you say Eska?
1: Oh, I was gonna give you negative points for not mentioning Eska, but that was just for the memes, right? Um, <laughs> like it depends on all importance, like, right? like sure hmm. are you looking at like skill over kind of like relevance you yes. know historically yeah I, I understand where you're headed to that yeah mm. i don't know yeah I, I, I i'm trying to think of somebody who you like hated but i can't think of anybody outside of us but <laughs> and he made the Overwatch, like so yeah he won a
3: title too yeah do you have anyone in mind everall
0: uh lee Tejun. <laughs> oh.
1: Just all the lunatic guy boys.
0: Uh, I went there. I went there. Christ.
3: Um, Taejun hey, and Owl Maybe beesh. like Waka Waka? <laughs> um, like maybe like
2: uh
3: else.
1: I feel like-, like if we got if if Waka Waka made Overwatch League then we would have got Lux. Turner or I? That what are article the rules, that Raleigh Jaffa wrote.
0: One of the rules here is, are we specifically talking about a player that is available and willing to play but got snubbed? Or are we talking about, like, any player that just wasn't there? Because then you could... Up to your cause, interpretation. Because the thing is, like, speedily, you almost doesn't count because he's not old enough. Yeah. So we can't talk about him. Yeah. But sure, I would say somebody was who almost, is
1: capable, like available to play in the Overwatch League.
0: I was almost going to say Internet Hulk, but then he passed away right so, beforehand, yeah. so that doesn't. But then, like, yeah, that doesn't quite fit. He, the, he wouldn't have been the, a player
3: by that time either way. Like, he was already coaching League, League of Legends, right? Um, he probably, uh, probably would have yeah, been a coach.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right.
3: Yeah, but like him as a as an Overwatch coach, that could be like how you yeah. interpret. I'd say uh, so that question um
0: then it doesn't like fit the rules of like you know we're talking about if it was if it's a person that was willing and able but just didn't get picked if that's the rule um
1: yeah. then there's a part of me that wants to say runner i
0: don't know but... um mm. no i think runner fell off dude he oh of course like, he, he, did. He, he was bad he, by he season literally, two. he literally benched himself yeah no, because then you could be like, oh, well, tailspin, but it's like, no, but this is uh, the sure, 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 from sure. like, hey, so long ago, you know, that it's just like,
3: not even. Says yeah. someone from Golden? Uh, going water S? That could. <laughs> <laughs> uh... mm. Is
0: it? I don't know. The fact that it's taking me so long means it probably is Kaiser. It's just taking too long. I mean, even you're like, oh, there's probably someone that comes to
2: mind. mind. I I feel like Eska is
3: already a better answer, to be honest. I I feel like is is probably already, like, likely to be a better answer Mm. than Kaiser. Even though he didn't want, like, if, if he says, like, yes, person that kept playing and just wasn't picked up, then that's probably true. I was thinking about a couple of names that were like that, right? Like, Luke Mino uh, is one I brought up in the past. Okay. Though that's not, like, I would say that Kaiser's more uh, there. Yeah, you have to, yeah. You could probably talk about some of the guys from Reunited if you wanted to, right? Yeah, um, uh, I don't know, like...
1: So let me tell you about Valutaja, right? Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the Church of uh, Valutaja.
0: Um, yeah, honestly, it's got to be Kaiser. I can't, I can't think of a better name.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, and
0: I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really racking my brain, really thinking hard, and
1: it's a big name. Definitely none, you know, none, none are
0: coming up. None are coming up. So right.
1: Kaiser it is got to be.
0: It's probably got to be Kaiser. Is there possibly anyone else? I'm just like,
4: I mean, if again, comes I'm, to your I'm, mind I'm, later. I'm thinking
0: always... about someone they got snubbed. I'm specifically looking at people that have. Just not had the chance to, well, they have, again,
2: willing and able people that just uh, didn't get picked. No, I don't, I can't think of one.
1: All right. We'll head over to Camp Avril. Uh, we'll stay with Peace Camper's question um, or another question that he. Oh, uh, I got submitted. a better answer. Oh, okay, what's the answer?
3: Recry. Why what? I mean Recry really? was uh... not like significantly worse than like it, you guys gotta think back off on like um re when Overwatch Watch League dropped, right? And like he was like Sire player level in terms of soldier, right? Um of course like in the end
2: Oh
3: <clears throat> but he sucked later on
1: Kuhn, ah, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, like I, I rated his diva. His diva improved, but yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah, I mean, he might, might have had a like a very spot. known for uh, um,
3: Zarya, Zarya of course. Uh, I mean, that
1: kid got all the resources to be. Fair.
3: Yeah, but it, like important is different. Like he wasn't really important to the game of Overwatch, right? Like he yeah. he was pretty good, but level. Never really like that sick, uh, I feel like I mean, does one j Lee count, even though he made it, like
1: but uh, <laughs> immediately quit to go play two. i'm I'm still interested to see what he's doing in league if hes I, got
0: the, I have the answer I got the answer for you, okay, okay, Zoms.
3: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Do you, love oh, that? Do you love that answer? Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, man. That's a 550k wristwatch answer.
1: <laughs> that's a couple death threats answer. Uh, oh, what? I don't know if uh, there's an entire uh, country that's too pleased with Psalms. Is <laughs> be
0: true? That, that country's not pleased about a
1: lot of things. True. I don't know. That's, that's, the you know... Wasn't that everybody, though? anyways what's the next question what's the next yes. question anyways uh avril from peace camper get off the fence which paris rookie impressed you last year the most Con,
0: con that's it done next question okay. yes, no, go. I, I mean who else could it be who else could it be i mean you could say maybe dridro or somebody but i think the player they, that had the biggest impact and that was like the most quantifiable impact that you could see all the time uh-huh. you're like wow look at that they specifically
1: um, asked between Connor and Don. Oh, really? Because
0: Oh, I didn't even have Don on my list. I was I was Connor kind of for me, but okay. I guess Connor.
3: Yeah. Wait, was okay, it depends on what impressed means if it's like in comparison to um their former like like just unexpected, I guess. Um your interpretation. Yes, yeah, surprised. Was Naga Naga was a rookie as well, right? Was I he? didn't see see that kid popping off like he did but yeah. was he signed before? Yeah, he was rookie. He was a rookie. Yeah. Um but yeah, Khan is is definitely like the right answer in, in most contexts there. Okay.
2: Quick
1: to painless, back to Yiska. Get off the fence, good sir. Mhm. So this is this is uh from uh I think last year's uh top prediction performer RD one one four nine zero
4: um
1: forgive me if that's not the name you'd like to use that's just the name you submitted in discord uh so tieska get off the fence assuming you have to keep the league system should the overwatch league expand contract or stay the same is there enough talent to support more teams and will the current business model force teams to drop out
3: Okay, so, I mean, oh my god, there's there's a ton to think about. Like, just like the interdependencies you, of everything is Would you nuts. say
0: that this is a can of worms? Yes.
3: It's, it's it's a it's, is
0: this
2: a can of it worms? Is this, deal or this no is deal? a Pandora's box, actually. Of <laughs> um, be-
3: because, like, okay, here's, here's where my mind is at, right? Yeah. I think you want generally more coverage in order for that location-based stuff to make any sense whatsoever. Um, sure. Like, I feel like europe is generally underserved like (laughs) i mean we for the vast majority of or for most continents we don't even have a team um i think uh south korea in terms of like how big it is in esports is definitely underserved with just one team um at the same time i think like all that's given been given i think we're probably Five too many franchises in 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 like sustainability. Don't think you can really derive as much profit from the regional markets as to sustain whatever. Like if if we were to say like all the sponsorship remains the exact same as as it is right now in terms of like the Overwatch League, we're still getting the same size of the contract with youtube and everything if we have five franchises less therefore like increasing sponsorship per team i think we're over uh, like oversaturated there um i'm not like i'm not too that's my problem like i'm too unaware of uh, like american markets to say if we for instance have like an oversaturation in the tri-state area or whatever and if people would be able to just, like, get behind whatever team would be New York, if they could also, like, you know, be uh, with everyone in that part of the US. Um, but hmm. then at the same time, like would, I, like, would I even want to have it be a league thing in terms of... I assume you need to stay franchise, but do, do I maybe want tournaments? Do I want to get rid of localizations? Uh, do I want... Because, by the way, this was almost like a can of worms that I opened earlier. It's like, it is very interesting to see that the CDL is, ha- is having the same issues that we're having with, like, not enough developer support. Um, the the uh, homestand model probably not working as well. Um, even, of course, but due to the pandemic, we don't never really had a true proof of concept. But, like, them also having low, low viewership and everything. I think there's an underlying issue there, which we would need to fix first. And then almost everything else is less relevant. It's like a second order, third order effect. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just like tapping on the topics I have to consider here, like the travel and whatnot. Like, if I could be, I would do that in a way that it is more similar to the LCS model, where I have both regions in one location and I'm hosting. Uh, regional tournaments there, like, and only introduce audiences as it is possible d- currently during a pandemic and stuff like this, right? So, um, I don't think that really answers the question, it just like, tries to expand just the sheer complexity of, like, what you would have to consider, so there's, I'm sorry about it, like, I don't have a satisfying answer, just like, off-hip. Wow. All right,
2: Avril? Do you want to answer the question?
1: <laughs> um, oh, geez, oh, geez. It is a can op- of worms. It's hard.
0: Optimistically, we should we should we should expand. Optimistically, that's like that's one of those real kind of basic bitch answers. Like, well, I'm just not going to consider other things. I'm just going to say let's expand. Um, but I think there's enough player talent, and there will be even more player talent with the new game and everything. Um, But I'm not a fan of the fact that... One of my criticisms of the way the league works... First and foremost, I don't mind a league format. I think a league-based format is good and can work and is fun and um, is stable and has a lot of advantages. So I don't mind a league format. What I am not a huge fan of is how... homogenous it is in terms of... Well, the first two years was all in L.A., um, it feels like an NA league. It doesn't f- actually feel like a global league to me. It didn't until funny enough, COVID almost forced it to. To which you could probably argue that like even without COVID, we were gonna do real home stands and all that kind of stuff and have some home and away games and we would have gone to Asia and so we're gonna do a homestand, blah blah blah. Okay, cool. But um what we ended up getting because of COVID is regional gameplay, and I think. I mean, I already knew that regional gameplay was the way to go, but I'm a big, big fan of uh, regional gameplay. I think that's the correct way to go. I think the Riot system with their regional leagues is awesome. Right? LCS, LEC, LCK, LPL. I've just named the four main ones, but, I mean, LPL is, I think, the biggest esports league in the entire world. Um... Because I don't want You don't want to just lump all the League of Legends into one. Like here's your League right. of Legends league, League of League of Legends league. That's not how it works. You have to kind of. You do have to look at them individually. And they treat them individually. They look yep. at their leagues as their own self-contained thing. They have their own sponsors, their own management, their own talent, their own everything. They they do things their own way. Some of them even have like slightly different formats. Some of them play only best of ones. Other other ones play best of threes and. Their playoffs are not necessarily all exactly the same as well i mean they, they you, they're they allowed to function a little bit more autonomously and i think that's cool because you do have to also do the things that make sense for your region and for example lcs why the reason why they play best of ones is because i think I, I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase here but i believe the reasoning is due to like viewership retention or something like that and people people want to see best of ones and the viewers aren't as interested in best of threes or some, something like that. I'm paraphrasing it. That's not like a word for word. Whereas in other regions let's say LCK, it being a fucking joke. was best of one. I think the fans would, would hate that. They're like, well, this isn't competitive at all. Right. And let's go to a different market. Um, you don't, it, it can't be a one size fits all. And I think the biggest issue, one of the issues I've had with the Overwatch League is that because it's so self-contained into like one league, it might as well just be one LCS. It's like LCS Overwatch League for the longest time to me was just like LCS but at 12 teams or at 1.20 teams, right? And it's just, they're all just NA teams. I mean, it says Seoul and it says Shanghai. They're not, they're not in those time zones. They don't play in those countries. What connection do they have to those cities? Other than the fact that the name says so, um, and you have to like, really, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm being very curated with how I'm answering this in terms of what addressing some of the issues I have. Uh huh. I think it's not its not as easy as like, oh yeah, just expand forehead. Like you can't just do that. But in an ideal world, the interest is high. People do want to invest and there is interest in more teams. Cause I, and I, oh, by the way, I also don't have a problem with the franchise. I think franchising is, is uh, at minimum an okay move and at best, like actually a really good move. Um, and for context, League of Legends is fully franchised in in their regionalized leagues. And Valorant's probably heading in the same direction as well. So it's, it's franchising is not an issue. League formats are not an issue. I think it's the execution of both of those things that is more of a make or break. Um, and my dream scenario, which I think would be the healthiest for something like the Overwatch League, is you have... Korea sh- basically should have its own Overwatch League, in my opinion. Ten, You might as well have 10 Korean teams, 10 full Korean franchise teams they play in the Korean Overwatch League, and they have their own thing going on. Um, if there's enough investment and interest, China could easily do that again themselves with 10. And then, I don't know how, you maybe you put both EU and NA together into one, or maybe you separate this. I don't know what the interest is like and the investment levels are like, and you know maybe if there was enough interest, you, you, you could do a separate NA and EU league. Or if you don't, you could just do a Western league. Um, my point is that, like, I think... I, I'm a I'm also a big proponent of just kind of not trying to change the wheel or reinvent the wheel. Rather, I mean, I, I think there's a blueprint. There's is there's something that exists in the world that you can look at and be like, this is actually pretty good and this this definitely works. That we really need to move that far away from it. Like, can we can we just do the thing that works? You know, that's my opinion. Maybe that maybe I'm generalizing too much and I make it sound like really easy. There's obviously, like as Jessica pointed, there's a lot of complexities in there, right? It's not as easy as just, like, just do these things and it'll just all just magically fall into place. The whole city thing causes a lot of problems. That's the thing. is, like, as much as I say it'd be cool to have a 10-team Korean Overwatch League only for, you know, however many Korean teams, franchise teams, the problem with that is Seoul owned the rights to the entirety of Korea. People are like, oh, why is there no Busan? Why is there no this or that? (laughs) People, by the way, can't name a second city other than Busan in Korea just... So you're clear. Let me give you one Incheon's one. So that you to Have that one for free. Um, kind of almost technically Seoul though, because Incheon is like right. And anyway, I don't right. know. I'm not going to get into that. So you can't even have a second Korean team for those that have been wondering. Well, where is the second Korean team? We should get a second Korean team. Was like no. Seoul owned the rights to the whole thing. All of Korea. That's why you don't have a second team in, from Korea. Um, so that would need to change. But then that changes the deal. I mean, if you're, you're Gen G and you own the soul slot, you're not going to be happy with the fact that they've just pulled out nine other slots for nine other teams. Like, what, what the hell's that? You paid for exclusivity in Korea. You know, that's got to mean something. Um, so it, the city-based thing complicates a lot. And I'm not 100% sold on the whole city-based thing. And I think there was a goal and a plan to make that into a real solid thing that covid definitely caused issues in but i still hold reservations that if we didn't have covid i mean what does that look like i mean i still don't know it's so so hard to speculate it's it's hard to criticize it because you could argue that we never got the chance to but at the same time like hypothetically to look just thinking about it, like if you were to hypothesize how it would have gone i still am not convinced that it would just be as good as doing a non-city-based franchise league, the way League of Legends has, with with your own regionalized league, and then you could be smart and, you know, sell it differently and sell its own sponsorship and handle it all differently. And for for hmm. those leagues to be autonomous, like it is in League of Legends, and, and just another fun fact: Riot also monetize and sell the entire their playoffs, their entire Worlds thing, and the MSI as a separate thing. You don't you don't get a package deal. You don't like sponsor LCS to automatically get Worlds. This is a completely separate thing. So you want to sponsor Worlds, you negotiate a brand, a whole new deal for that. A more far more expensive one because that's where the, all the viewership is. Worlds is the biggest product of the year, probably in all of esports, if I'm going to be honest. Um, whereas like the YouTube deal is what packaged for contenders, Overwatch League, Call of Duty League, Hars- yeah. literally every single Blizzard product. You just, you just put it all in the one umbrella. It's like, what? Um, maybe that was the only way. Cause, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that was the only way they could sell it. But it just—it's just so different. It's just such a different ball game. Sure. Um, when you're getting a YouTube-ish kind of deal, except for every single different regional, regionalized league, and then also your playoffs, and then also your midseason playoffs as well, because mm. they have two playoffs, and you've just—you've just, you know, sextupled that shit in one go, instead of just doing it overall one umbrella. Um, I'm carried away on something that's like, not, I don't even know if it's fully relevant to what I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to see a bigger league because I think I think 20 teams is a lot for one region, but it's not a lot for the entire world. Sure. If that makes sense. So yep. you were looking at a situation where like, if you just think the Overwatch League is one region, which functionally, it kind of feels that way. It kind of feels, especially if you look at the season two model, 20 yeah. teams all in LA, and that's, mother- that's just one. That's just lot big league it's just a 20 team league right yep. it's not a global league. it's not it's it's a lot for one region but it's not if you're trying to do a global league don't call it a global league then you know, you know what I'm saying like uh-huh. it's not a global league because if you look at it globally and there's only 20 teams globally that's small in comparison to other global real global leagues where we're talking about like 50 franchise teams mm. more than double you know what I'm saying like and I am comparing League of Legends a lot, and you kind of have to you, gotta, you got to, if you want to be, you know, I think Overwatch should strive to be one of the big dogs, it's meant to be. I mean, was, this was meant to be the League of Legends killer. What happened to that? Um, so you have to compete yourself to League of Legends. I'm sorry, that's, that's, yeah. that's the hard, cold truth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you got 20 teams compared to their, they got 10 per region. And China's got like, the LPL's got like 16 teams or something like that. And the biggest, biggest franchised esports league in the whole world across any game. The the kind of money and viewership LPL gets is unbelievable. It dwarfs everything in esports. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, on a global level, if we want to have a real global league, you need way more than 20 teams because there's a lot of good players that actually do miss out. And worse still, beyond that, I don't want to shit on tier two because I think like in some ways, tier two can only do so much, but because there's such limited amount of teams and it's just just the 20 i'm talking about here and contenders is not super valuable except as an incubator where like i guess i'm just waiting until i'm 18 or i just, just guess i'm just gonna grind until someone gives me a shot and then no one gives me a shot because there's only 20 teams um contenders is not valuable enough to make a sustainable career out of so what you find with a lot of players is because there's only 20 teams and Half of the Korean. If you're an NA player, you're like a Western player who only speaks English. You're fucked um, because there's only like very few spots, even on the mixed teams. You got very few spots. Dante's like the only Western player on his team on the Houston fucking Outlaws, and he's taking he's taking your one white guy slot. That's your one white guy slot gone. So you know you're not going on that team anymore. You know what I mean? Like if you're a Western player, your options are so limited. You can't. You don't want to just grind contenders because it's not not going to give you a sustainable career so you fuck off to Valorant or whatever other game this is just this is how it's been um, you, you know I, I think like if there were more opportunities and you had your own regionalized, like this is your NA league then boom now all the NA players have like way more opportunities you'd have to just like grind on contenders ideally contenders is more valuable as well but I don't know that was a long answer it's a complicated topic and I'm, I'm speaking sure. from a very more optimistic view of it of like mm. uh, from ideals rather than like this is this is what can happen right now cuz i i don't think we can just expand right now in the current state it really depends on what overwatch <laughs> 2 looks like and I mean, how they obviously
3: fits within that where to find the bias in the first place right like uh, yeah this is probably not just not possible even if you wanted to uh,
0: you got more people looking to sell than buy i mean
1: yeah yeah, yeah for sure as it stands, obviously Overwatch Two is the uh, could be the great uh, equalizer in that, but that remains to be seen. Uh, staying with Mr. Apple for a moment, uh, here's a little fun one. Uh, always, you're gonna take you back to the history books as well. I know we uh, lambasted Yiska, uh, but here's your turn. Uh, get off the fence. Uh, who is your Mister Irrelevant? Who is the most milk toast bench player in Overwatch League history?
2: Most forgettable.
3: I mean, by definition, whoever you say cannot be it, right? (laughs) Because you remember them. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm a cheat and just go through rosters.
1: It's got to be somebody... I was so, going to say so.
0: vast, but that's just not true because he's what he's the most memorable bench player of all time. So, so? That's, just, that's, that's basically the opposite. So it can't be him. It's got to be one of the Philly players that just never did anything, you know? Like a Dayfly Joe Meister type.
1: True. Yep. I can't see day was in the league at one point.
4: Mm.
0: you got to look on Season 1 when everybody had nearly full maxed out player rosters. Right. Okay? And obviously when you have a 12-man a roster or an 11-man roster, there's got to be some real, real benches on there. IDD Cutie is a really great one for that as well. Super forgettable. Shouldn't have been, but was, because he played one map. He's like, no, actually, he was memorable because he played one map
2: and had an infinite KD e ratio. So in a way, he was super memorable. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard. Could be any of the Shanghai players, even yeah. though I think they all
0: got some playtime. Verbo is pretty yeah. forgettable, to be honest. Most people forget Verbo.
1: <sighs> no, you always remember Verbo because of his tattoo. That kid's got a tattoo. Um,
0: and it's poggers. I was going to say I remix, but he actually started for a while, I think. Yeah. He started. He was doing better before. in
1: scrims over uh, Fissure, and that's why he was playing in the playoffs. Nothing to see here, folks.
0: Are you sure? Are you, are, wait, you're joking?
1: No. Oh. That's no, that, I think that want, was like the public Fisher, statement.
0: That's not what happened internally. No, of course not. Fisher didn't want to play. Oh, you Fisher self-benched. Yeah. Fisher did a me no like he wished and player thingy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not playing. Goodbye.
2: Mm. Uh
3: yeah.
1: Anybody she- catch your fancy boys? I Gary. That's a good one.
3: A Gary is a good one. What about Sharik? Oh, see, I don't
0: even know who that is. That's. I think that's the answer. I, the answer. I don't even know who Sharik is. For, is.
3: former main tank player for the uh, Toronto defined. No, yep. no clue. No clue.
1: <laughs> oh, Western pivot.
3: that
1: uh, was uh, rough.
3: Uh. I think there gotta be better ones uh, or other ones. I think it's no, it's Shereik. It's I promise you Shriek. <laughs> I promise you Shriek. I mean, I feel like Persia. Is the pretty reason good.
0: why, reason why is you say Shriek, and my response is not even like, oh yeah, that guy. No, I didn't even have a response. I'm like, oh, I legitimately just don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's that's it's just so, forgotten. How, yeah. So factually, that's the correct answer.
1: I feel like I think you know. most
0: of the players, most of the players, I'd be like, "Well, yeah, I do remember him, but yeah, no, <laughs> no I don't, I don't know who Sharik is."
3: <laughs> what about I like Danye or uh, Gray? I remember Danye.
0: I remember Gray. Okay. I don't remember Sharik. Um. And I would not have known him had you not brought him up.
2: Hmm. Janu. Hmm. Mm. Oh,
1: people, people.
3: Yeah, then it's getting harder. I think like, Sharik might. <laughs> Then just like an hour cycle. It, yeah. be... it is the correct answer. Uh, mis- no, nah, people m- remember mistakes, I think. Yeah, people remember mistakes. Come on. Um, I, I do feel I have a hard time remembering Zuppi. Um, <laughs> just because all
1: the Z names on the, that the old floor, H-
0: I remember he existed.
1: Yeah. Yes. He can't tell you the. He are. can't. Yeah.
0: That's the fucking bar we're working with. I remember Zuppe existed. Yeah. Here's another player I didn't rem- I don't remember existed. Zick.
3: Oh, oh true. Z- yeah, yeah, yeah. French guy. Is that?
0: I don't know yeah. where he's from. I don't know where he's. Yeah, French guy. French play Zick.
1: for
3: Toronto.
0: Zick and Shriek are uh, equal parts my answer.
1: What about, what about Doc?
0: We can shave we can sh- we can share them. You can have one of them, I'll have the other one.
1: <laughs> what about Doc? <laughs> Do you know who Doc is?
0: That DHAK?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He he was a starter on shock.
1: Okay. He got hit. He, he got hit by a car with on mercy. By definition,
0: you can't even say Dak. He's a starter. Yeah. Everyone remembers Dak.
1: Mm-hmm. His Lucio's kind of crack. He
0: was a big personality on the shock. He, he, yeah, yeah. The he was. Full a season shrink. one early shock was like all Dak. <laughs> Dak time the whole time.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Might be Sharik. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> As much as it sucks, because I remember, like, I think he was a really nice guy and also had, like, coaching chops, if I'm not mistaken. Not 100% on it, but, like, It's not his
0: fault, it's my fault. It's my fault I don't remember him, so I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shit on this guy. I'm sure he's brilliant, but I just, I just don't remember him. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he's cool, though.
1: Eric does bring up a good point. Last episode we did forget agilities during our season one Valiant <laughs> Roster mean, recall. Uh,
0: agilities is not a forgettable player. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> He's one of the most famous players
1: it, just yes. from
0: yes. In and Out Alone. From that okay. alone. Like yep. is
1: apparently also very popular in China, I've heard. Like yeah. just a So is gone.
0: What's the uh, what's the what's the demographic correlation between <sighs> Only got in, on and agilities If you were to do a Venn diagram, what would be in the middle? You can start figuring out why they
3: might be popular. Okay, I I gotta ask like this. Okay, who was the backup main tank of the Dallas Fuel in season trail. two? Ah, oh, goddamn it! Yeah, of course you're, like, you're Australian. Like that's why I I had to. But I feel like to the general population, Troll would pro- probably also be pretty forgettable. I would think. Yeah. Not to me, though, because I got history, but... Yeah. Uh, Rise, probably, like, 1J Lee, because never played, really. He's never played, yeah. Dude, Revenge is also, like, just yeah. something oh, that... No, I
0: remember him. I remember Revenge, because he played in Contenders and all Runaway, know that's how I know him. Uh Okay. Um,
3: Yeah. I don't know. Th- highly is also...
0: Just, just say also... streak. No, I yeah. remember highly. No, 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 no. I remember Haile. Shrieks. Shriek's up there. It's a good one. It's Sharik. It's Sharik. It's yeah. You can stop now. It's Sharik. <laughs> or Zik.
2: Sharik or Zik.
1: All right. Mickey. One last one, Yeska.
2: Mickey? No, Mickey. What? what? One of the most popular No, no. No the, no, no, the other Mickey. Huh? Is there uh, another Mickey? Oh, we got one. There wasn't. Oh. Uh, there was another there Mickey. Mickey.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no,
0: there wasn't. You're fucking shitting me. No,
3: there wasn't. A was main Mikey. tank from the Boston uprising. Well,
2: yeah. What you- yeah. What Yeah. That's Mikey. Oh, Mikey? Okay, that's. Oh, if See? you
0: said Mikey, but like, yeah, I
3: remember Mikey. You
0: fucking said his I name know. wrong. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, but that sort of contributes towards like. I oh, thought, I remember
0: Mikey. Fuck's sake. You baited me. You said uh, yeah. sorry, am yeah.
1: like, there's been a
0: second,
3: Mikey. You just said <laughs> name <Illinois." laughs>
1: All right, Yiska. Yes. We're coming back to you. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of briefly touched on this a couple episodes back, but we're gonna revisit it because I think it's kind of interesting and I wanna okay. see if anybody's answers change. Uh get off the fence. If Patafan doesn't challenge proper for rookie of the year, then who does? See,
2: I would have said a uh, <laughs> Um Okay. But it's probably Ultraviolet. Okay.
3: Yeah. I think that's my... That's my lukewarm take on that. But I also don't think anyone challenges proper, so... that's Fair enough. You, you true, can you play for the golden... Pineapple, that's what we call it in German. <laughs> Avril. If
1: uh if not Patty, then who?
2: Anybody on your short list? Shortest list in the
0: history of short lists. It's literally one person. That's how short the list is. True.
1: Um, we we know we know they're not. We know that I, Proper is going to be Rookie of the Year, but... For,
0: in context, I don't even think Patty challenges him. Okay. Let's just start there. Let's just start with Paddy doesn't even challenge him, and then we can go from there, but... Right, um, sure. I
4: agree.
0: Uh, I mean, I think Alpha Yee is good, but... We'll see how his team does. I think mn 3 is good, but... We'll see how his team does. Um... I mean, I can't even say a because He's not even signed. He's not even there, so... that yeah. I can't even say that. Let's just say Chorong. Chorong challenges proper.
2: Okay.
0: He does get paid more than him. So, I mean, he's already won, actually. If you're Chorong, you've actually already beat proper.
1: Who needs rookie of the year? Got the bag. Can you be rookie of
3: the year in that position?
2: No. No.
3: No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <Yeah. laughs> no way. Yeah. I feel like the entire setup, also of Toronto is just like, nah, you're, you're kinda... You're down bad, dude. It's not gonna happen.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The amount of tissues I've used, it looks like I'm down bad as oh. well. Oh. alright. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think one name okay. needs to be...
3: It's not going to be, right? But Who? Stalker has to be a name mentioned, right? Uh
4: Nah.
3: No. no. He's, not he's... Yeah, he's not even it's, it's
2: gonna play.
1: He's not even play. It's likely that he might not. Yeah.
0: Pro- yeah. Profits will play the whole time. I promise you. Yeah. Unless profit falls off hard or fits falls off hard, there's no way.
4: Yeah,
3: I don't know. It's hard, man. Like, is there anyone on Shanghai that should, could just like bench flutter It's a rookie, no. No. They don't
0: even have a rookie. Yeah, who going. are you? Who are you? Is technically not a rookie. Hey, my guy's an Overwatch
2: League like champion, technically.
4: Yeah.
2: <sighs> yeah. No. Fair play. Mm. There's nobody, there's nobody. Mm-hmm. Proper's just that good. Yeah, I mean proper is fucking nutcase.
3: Probably not gonna happen. Fair <laughs> enough.
1: We're gonna end.
0: There's not even there's not even a free agent on the market, like, oh man, this guy could challenge yeah. proper, he just hasn't been picked up yet. Yeah. But don't say speedily, he's not even 18. And no, even if he was here, he wouldn't um that's my take not hot not a hot one just a normal take there i i put that one at a a, a cool room temperature take right? <laughs> uh, not a cold take not a hot one just room temperature but he doesn't he's he's not old enough so don't need doesn't count there's not another eligible free agent rookie that could anyway so currently there are none and also even in the free market there is none so there there just is none
1: there just isn't one all right Avril, we're gonna stay with you for the last question um from uh our lovely patron and uh producer uh bronze Bob how uh to avril first uh, get off the fence does the world need to know if kellen is flexible enough to be new york's only rumored tank would they be better served adding a complimentary tank Or is the, quote, the rule of one ironclad? Looks like we're going with two flex supports and could struggle if Lucio is uber meta. Any thoughts there? I think every team should get two
0: tanks, one main tank, one off tank, just to be safe. Um, And I think a lot of teams are holding out just to see how the game looks and how they're going to do before they make that decision. So Kellen being rumored, that's not even the only player assuming that rumor is definitely true. Uh, you got Smurf and Subahu are the only tanks on their respective teams of Soul and Shock, you know. Um, there's plenty of teams that are just kind of banking on their one tank for now and just seeing where the wind blows before Chengdu's another one, Gargo's their only tank. Before they make any further decisions, they just want to kind of chill on that. I think Kellen is going to be a great addition and he's definitely my number one tank rookie prospect coming in. No, not Good enough to dethrone proper but um very good my right. number again my number one tank prospect coming in but um every single main tank is gonna struggle with their hero pull, and every single off tank is gonna struggle with their hero pull. Uh. so the only way you can really quote unquote fix that is by having two players is the safest thing to do now rule of one I think eventually you do want to just kind of permit bench one of them and only play the other one because you don't want to be changing up too much in your team sure. unless you really know what you're doing but um, most teams probably don't, so you just want to stick to one guy. You will down the line just be playing on one, but until you know what you're doing, it's, it's safer to have two.
2: Fair play. Yiska? Kellen?
3: Well, I'll, I'll be straight up. I don't know about enough about the kids to have a good opinion on this. Um, I think generally speaking, you probably don't want to just have one tank player. It's just too much of a gamble. In Overwatch 2. So I would always have a backup or have someone to be signed, backed up, maybe on my academy team if I had one. Or I would develop relationships very early to say, like, if shit doesn't work out, we might sign you. So uh, just, like, keep people warm, like a lot of Overwatch teams are constantly doing. Yeah, that's that's as much as I can contribute.
1: True. I love Eric's input here. I think uh, he's had absolute bangers this episode. He says, uh, in response to the question, bronze by Buhao, just so you know, uh this is the franchise that brought you such hits as Jonas and uh yak punk back-to-back years so uh you know hopefully kellen can break that curse
0: <laughs> that's why they're they they're like fuck it we're gonna get the, we're gonna get the number one main tank for <laughs> we're done with this we don't want to <laughs> we're not doing this again we gotta get the guy we, we will get the guy so there the it is
1: man um, I do want to give a brief mention to somebody who did submit a question, but I think I'm going to pin for a, uh, a rainy day, uh, Ashador, I do have your question. We will be answering it in a future episode. It is just slightly too big for, uh, in an, an entire, uh, get off the, the fence. I think we're probably going to have to integrate that, um, into its own kind of, uh, concept. I do like it though. We will be answering it. And if you, like Ashdor, want your question answered, uh, you just have to subscribe to our Patreon. It can be $1, it can be 25 I don't know how high it goes. I didn't set it. Uh, but if you want to support the show, uh, you can go over to uh, patreon.com slash tacticalcrouch. Um, and uh, if you become a patron and support the show, we will love you forever and we'll answer your question. Um, you just have to submit it through Discord or add us on Twitter and we will uh, collect that and uh, try to get you... Your question answered in a timely fashion. And uh, that's, uh, that's been your fence sitting uh, for the week. Tune in next week for some more fence sitting. Back to you, Avril. Alright, thank
0: you, Joe. Reporting live from, I don't even actually, I don't know where you are in America, but somewhere in America. Is, eight uh, mile. Pretty damn eight, close. From 8 Mile. Reporting live from the 8 Mile. Everybody in the 404 not found, put your motherfucking hands up. Close. Um, three, so, 3-1, one, three. Three, one, there it is. Three, one, it wasn't that close. I mean, well, it really like, was like one or on two one digits number, off. On, yeah. on one, um, one digit off the entire way through, that's correct. <laughs> uh, so, maybe it was... <laughs> pretty close. Alright, how do we fill for the next hour to make three? Please, God, <laughs> put me out of my
4: misery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do want to say, we did somehow still go over two. Yeah, this is this is going to be our shortest episode, for quite a lot of episodes actually. Yeah, we might make upload time.
1: We we might, (laughs) we might not be late today. Who knows?
0: (laughs) Let us know in the comments if we made the (laughs) upload time. All right. Hopefully Mm. next week we'll actually get some good roster news because um, somebody's got to announce. Please, dear God, somebody has to announce. Maybe some Overwatch
1: Two news, something. Please. There's no way the how
0: long a team's going to hold on to these rosters I know, without I know. announcing. Like
1: you all better have some in. like They've already draw-outs. locked it in.
0: What are you waiting for? <laughs> They're waiting probably for their social team to yep, do all the yep, stuff, yep. but once that's done, what are you waiting for? Right?
3: What's more obnoxious? Okay. Uh Blizzard holding out on us or and the content creators or um <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the teams? I mean
0: deal or no deal, that will be the deal or no deal
3: question for the
0: for. I the don't audience mind the either chat. way. I'm really, in <laughs> yeah, I, it. I don't really care about Kalos when I who? get
4: information. Man, tell us like-
2: who. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right,
0: all right, sign off time. All right, thank you guys so much. episode 208 got undusted. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with more, more like, like some real crunchy or watch stuff to talk about. Thanks again thank for joining in. First episode of the year. Great to kick it off. Let's make the second episode of the year even better. See you next time.